Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. A very full studio here today. Joining me in the co-host chair once again is Kenny, a.k.a. Skinny Roth Driver of the Bomber uh, Bomber B number 80 car. What's up, Kenny? Skinny. What's up? This is Spinny. Uh, just yeah. call me Spinny Roth. Uh, I guess I'm a driver, so... But, uh, yeah, it's and good to be here. holder at the least, anyway. Yeah, I found some speed and found some spinning, so... But we got another person in the studio with us, too. We do. We are joined once again. Part two of the Rick Gaither story here today. Rick, thanks for stopping in and joining us. What's up, fellas? What's going on? You, uh, you said here when you left a couple weeks ago, you're like, I have so much more to tell. So yep. we were able to get it uh, figured out, and you're back in studio, yeah. and, uh... We're going to learn a little bit more about you. So that's going to be cool, fun cool. on uh, on the second segment here today. Um, so, again, thank you guys for taking the time. I know it's, uh, it's a little bit of a drive to get over here. So I appreciate both of you fellows for being here today. No problem. And um, as usual, we do have plenty to talk about. Um, it's kind of a weird weekend as far as racing goes. But there was racing to be had, which gives us stuff to talk about. It. I, I feel like it could be the worst weekend of racing, and we're always going to find stuff to talk about. Oh, definitely. With... Uh anything we can figure out stuff to talk about that's true that's true we're we're pretty good at well at least i'm pretty good at talking sometimes i talk too much if it depends on who you ask i guess yeah you can never talk too much just like some people say i post too much you can never post too much look if you like something get involved in and in, i don't know make something of it yeah so. that's what i do i try to make something so uh you got some stuff to get off your chest Ryan. i got a couple things i want to talk about before we get into what happened at new smyrna um I, I hate, like, I don't want to use this podcast to put situations out there, but I feel like sometimes if if someone's going to get stupid with me, uh, so, sometimes I, I like for others to hear about it. it because I, I'd like to, I don't know, I'd like to hear if maybe I'm overreacting or if this person is just. Um, and I know this person is probably going to listen to this because they referenced the podcast uh, when we were speaking on Saturday. So um, I, I want to start with, with this little story because this just it really grinded my gears on Saturday. And I had to kind of put it behind me before I went to the racetrack. So this weekend, we had Eddie Evans and Dustin Higdon team up to give away some bicycles. So that was pretty cool. Um, Eddie called me one afternoon. I was in the middle of a – I was actually on a phone call for work and couldn't take the call and then uh, – Shortly after that, Rusty called me. I picked up his call, and he said, hey, Eddie and Eddie wants to give away some bicycles. Can you put up a post about it? So I was like, absolutely. Give me a few minutes here. I needed to post about the bicycle races this weekend anyway. So I posted, you know, uh, Eddie and his company are going to give away a bike. And then uh, Eddie commented on there, and Dustin too. So we put Dustin in there, and we made them a post because they're, they're giving away bicycles, which is pretty freaking cool. I mean – I don't care where the bicycles came from. I don't care what kind of bicycles they were. They were giving away bicycles because they wanted to. So, yes, they got a social media post. Is that, is that you know, is that wrong to do that? To give them a social media post? I mean. Obviously, it's <laughs> too much. You shouldn't have done that, Ryan, making it front page news. Yeah, it was front page news. So, um, I don't know, a couple days later, I, I don't know if it was a day later, a couple days later, uh, some uh, somebody commented on there. I've been giving away things for three years at this racetrack, and they give away one bicycle, and it's front page news. And this person, who has been very generous, and I've made sure to mention that it's appreciated, 
and uh, it's a very generous thing, uh, has been giving away things. And he had gotten with me about giving some stuff away, especially on family fun nights and things like that. The dinosaur thing was pretty cool. I like that whole little gimmick you had with that. And and sometimes it's it's band-themed items. Sometimes it's just been a box of random stuff, which, um, you know, the dinosaur thing... So again, this guy he's been he's been giving away stuff, and I always ask him, "Is there anything you want me to say? Is there anything you want me to do?" And he's like, "No, just give it away." And sometimes he's had some suggestions, like, "Hey, you should draw tickets to give things away." Here's the problem: when it's a box of 30, 40 items, I don't have time to sit there throughout a night where we're trying to keep things going because we tend to run run long. I I don't have time by myself to be drawing tickets and waiting on these people to come up. And it's kids' items. Kids don't get tickets anyways. So it's it's tough to do that. And, oh, we'll get another roll of tickets. Well, these tickets got to come somewhere, and I don't, I'm don't. i not the gatekeeper of the tickets. Um, and, and basically the way I put it is like, well, if you, if you go through me, I'm going to do it what's easiest for me. And I'm going to give you a shout-out. And I felt bad for this gentleman on the shark bite. He wanted to give away some shark-themed things. Uh, but he was handling it himself. And we were going to do it during the autograph session, which got rained out because it was a crazy night that night and it rained. So that didn't get to happen. But I saw him walk through the grandstands. I shouted him out. I thanked him several times. And I know he heard me because he acknowledged me. Um, and it I wasn't think he, front page news. Well, he wanted he did this so he could have made his own front page news. And if I had if he had made his own front page news, chances are it would have been shared on the front page. Um, so this guy was upset that. Um, uh, some people were giving away some pretty cool items and they got a little, they got a post. So I went back, I typed in the gentleman's name and New Smarter Speedway on Facebook. And I can't tell you how many posts come up with this guy's car. Uh, the di- A week of promotion about the dinosaur thing to where people are calling Rusty, what is this dinosaur thing? And Rusty's like, I don't know, something Ryan's doing. Um, <laughs> I remember the dinosaur thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And look, it, it was wasn't that big a deal. It was just a simple thing like, hey, you know, because that particular giveaway I had, it was all dinosaurs. So it was easy to theme. A lot of times it's like, I like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Sometimes I don't even look at it because it's, you know, I just, I get a box, say thank you very much. And we get to the track and figure it out. And the last couple of times, it's just with the way the nights have gone, I, I've just given it away at the beginning and let people kind of have at it so that the stuff gets given away. And apparently the last time I did it that way, the, the gentleman said, well, that that was lackluster. And I'm like, well, then why don't you come help me next time? If you want it done a certain way, then you come do it. You come help. You're not even there. So I uh, I saw the gentleman's post about, you know, the Dustin and Eddie getting front, front page news. And I responded back and I said, hey, I, I think your comment's um, pretty unfair. I, I remember a whole week of dinosaur promotion for you. I can't count how many times your car has, because because this guy is there all the time. He's a regular, and uh, because he does give away stuff, I tend to use his car quite a bit in the promotions. So for him to say, you know, he doesn't get any recognition and he's not front-page news, I think is totally unfair. How many times have you seen this guy's car on there? Oh, I see his car all the time. I see right. the – I remember the whole dinosaur uh, – thing that was pretty cool and then i see every time when he has a giveaway you mention him i don't know does he have a company or is it always well, that, just that's his the name? thing i always ask him what he what he wants and he doesn't he's not really clear with it so i just and, and there were a couple times he was like hey uh 
you know, could you have mentioned, or how come you didn't mention that there's going to be giveaways? And I'm like, oh, crap. So as we get closer to race day, I'll say, and we'll have giveaways for the kids. And I've even put it on flyers. There will be giveaways from the kids. And if he wanted more, I told him on Saturday, I'm like, all you got to do is say, hey, can you give a specific shout out? Can you say this is from, can you do this? Can you, you got to ask. I can't read anybody's mind. So if it's not enough for you, you got to say something. And if you go through me and you're not helping me do it, then don't get upset with how I have, you know, end up having to do something. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, some people just seem to be angry at the world, so they take it out on other people, no matter what you do. Yeah. I mean, look at my situation I sent you over the weekend. Right. And everything, so I don't even want to Yeah, what's wrong with you? You got all the cars in the pits, not the ones on the hill. Can you? Come on. I know. This one started some bullshit two years ago. What's wrong with you? Make sure you take a picture. I mean, I was racing, so I just, I took pictures. Every car that was on the the track that I was able to get a picture of, I tried to get a picture of. I'm sorry, I didn't get a picture of two cars. And I didn't I, get a picture of any bombers. So I'm in the race. And for the record, I am in no way personally uh, upset with this guy. I'm not gonna. He's not gonna get treated any differently. But if he wants to do giveaways from now on, he will have to go through the racetrack. If he goes through the racetrack and the track says, "Hey, we're doing a giveaway involving this person," then hey, great. But I'm not gonna handle this guy's giveaways anymore because I am not going to go above and beyond to do something. And at the end of the day. The giveaways are supposed to be about the fans. They're supposed to be for the fans. If you want to shout out, if you want to get your company out there, by all means, that, that's a great way to get your company out there, a good trade-off. Make a big sign and say, uh, I'm a fl- fan of your company. Sure. Understand? Yeah. <laughs> but so I basically told him, I'm like, look, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, I feel like I did my part. And, and if I didn't do my part, then instead of chastising, and then help out. Or ask for more or whatever. Or don't do it anymore. Because he wanted to be like, oh, well, people say, why do you bother? I'm like, I don't know what more you wanted from me. Um, So I basically told him, from now on, if uh, you want to do giveaways, which is fine. Um, And this goes for everybody. If you want to do giveaways at the track, go through the track. We have a marketing person for a reason. And um, she'll be more than happy to set that up for you. I, I had to tell somebody who came up to me wanting to do tell me about something they wanted to do. And I said, that's great, but you need to go through the racetrack because I'm not, I'm not going to do extra stuff and then have somebody get pissed off. So that, that part of everything is done. And, uh, it's not me having a bad attitude. It's me not wanting to deal with more bullshit than I already have to. Uh, so that's where I'm at with that. So that happened in the morning and I had to, I, I did call uh, management at the track and said, hey, I led into so-and-so because I feel like uh, I was disrespected uh, with what I tried to do, and now they feel, you know, a certain way, and they said it publicly. I went privately and spoke to this person. Um, so if you hear, if you get a phone call, yeah, here's what I said. Here's what I told him because I I feel like it was a, a personal uh, attack when I felt like I did everything I could uh, to take care of somebody. So I'm not going to do that shit anymore. And we're going to move on from that. And let's get into a little bit of what went down Saturday night. I want to get your opinion, Kenny, because you're down in the infield. How did you feel the flow of the racing program went? You're having to think. So that's... Dragged out. What part? Just everything. Everything dragged out? Yeah. Okay. It seemed like a long night for... It was a lot of sitting in the car. I did sit in the car for a while, and I don't know, just 
seems I guess I'm getting spoiled by watching your Thunder Row all the time. Yeah, and, and <laughs> they'll have uh twelve heat races happen in forty minutes, yeah, forty five minutes. I think we're lucky to get one race in and stuff, so I don't know. It feels like there's some things that still need to be worked on. Maybe communication isn't the greatest. I don't know if that's it. The one thing I do know is there's something up with the radios because when you're on a receiver, sometimes it'll be nice and crisp and clear, and sometimes it goes, you'll hear it click, and then it'll go. That's usually if two people are on the radio at the same time. Yeah, they need to stop doing that. People raise your hand or something. Well, there's uh, sometimes like, a tow truck driver or Scott Ponder might have it on their hip and they sit down and they're accidentally clicking the, you know, there are things that do happen. Um, well, this is when like the director's talking and he's like, okay. it'll be like, well, I know that he has ditched the headset and gone to the actual radio. Okay. He said he's tried out both and he feels like he gets better feedback from you all when he uses the radio Versus when he uses the headset, that you guys can hear him better. Yeah. So that's what he's he's done. So. I could hear him, so I understand that. I know in the um, Bomberades, they said they couldn't hear him, and then I guess something happened with the and somebody was holding the sign up, telling people. Oh yeah, for the breakout thing on the yeah. backstretch, yeah, yeah, um, which is a good great idea. We we need a, a box on the flag stand, a number yeah. box, yeah. Uh, electronic board. And put the number up because people are getting there's the black flag comes out then the wrong people are pitting and it's yeah. screwing their day and it's we'll talk about the bomber race here in a minute but Rick now that, that you're back I wanted to ask you the same thing I just asked Skinny how did you feel and and I know you're down in the the, the trenches you were, you were working on cars so you weren't your mind wasn't on exactly uh, the show but how did you feel like things flowed on Saturday honestly I guess to me it went okay I okay. mean. It wasn't like, oh, we're waiting again or we're waiting. I'm busy. So I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, we're next. Oh, okay, let's go. You're not focused on the entirety of this. You're, you're kind of more focused on what your task at hand. Um, but I wanted to get two different perspectives. At the end of the day, we were done around 1030. And we did have a lot of racing. We had, a, you know, we had five divisions in actions, two EMOD uh, features. We had spectator races. We had heats. It was a, there was a lot to get through. And when it was over at 10.30, I was, you know, around 10.30, I was surprised. But the features were very clean. So there wasn't, I think we put one car on the hook all night, and it was just for a flat tire uh, in, in the EMOT heat. I, I think that was really it. So there wasn't a whole, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of people coughing up radiators, a whole lot of fluid on the racetrack. I was trying. I know you, you tried a couple of times. Both um, heat and features, that's why they call me spinny. Here's... Here's where I got frustrated on Saturday. Me too. I was frustrated too. Um, and maybe I, maybe I showed too much of my ass on Saturday, but I, I feel like unless somebody's going to speak up and say it needs to be better, then it's never going to be better. If everybody just settles in and does everything they want, uh, and does it their own way and doesn't think about anybody else, it doesn't think about the show then it's never going to change. So, you know, we start with the first EMOD feature. It went pretty well, pretty good race. Um, we finished that. First couple of heats get in. Then we get to the 602 heat race. And these guys obviously don't have their receiver in because they're, they're, ra- they're all over the place. They're not at all close to lined up. 
We must have done 10 pace laps. Oh, uh, yeah, I do remember that because I was after 602. I remember they're like, stop these guys, and I'm sitting there sweating my butt yeah. off. And, and it's it's absurd. I get it. The And I love the guys. I love the 602 guys, you know, Ricky Moxley, the Hattons, uh, the Torontos, all of them. They're, they're a great bunch and a great division. They put on some really, really good races, but and, and they race for free. But that does not excuse them from not having their receivers either in the cars or working properly. There's a reason we need everybody to monitor race control so we don't have situations like these. We rode around and rode around, and the race director's on the radio. He's telling people to get where they're supposed to go. After four or five laps, if they're not getting where they're supposed to go, something's got to happen. And nothing was happening. And I got pissed. I turned my microphone off, and I said... Pull them off the track then. If they're not listening, pull them off the track. See who's got receivers. If they don't, send their ass to the pits. This is absurd. We got, I get it, it's family fun night. People paid $5. But we have paying customers sitting in the stands and watching pace laps is better than cars sitting on pit road, but it's still like watching paint dry. When they're sitting on pit road, it's like watching the paint in the can. When they're pacing, it's like watching paint dry because you're just like, are they going to go? What are we doing? Because... The, the the people in the stands, they don't know what's going on in the tower. They're just like, why are we watching a bunch of pace laps for a heat race? What's the what's the problem? So then, you know, I get on the microphone. Hey, we're trying to get people lined up. They're not listening. Hopefully we'll get them. Hopefully next time. Hopefully next time we'll get one to go. Oh, I turn on the microphone. I saw Holly and I said, she was in the other suite. I walked over there and I said, Holly, do you see this bullshit? This is absurd. I'm like, we either need to get these guys off the track, move to the next heat, or I do something because this is not this is why our shows take forever. So they finally get the race ready to go and it it goes. The race was fine. Bomber bees come out. Bomber bees are I, I love the bomber bees. I don't have to say anything. And I see them start coming through the pits. They're getting lined up semi-close to where they're supposed to be. And they get out on track. We don't have a problem getting the bomber bees going. Um they just had a problem keeping Kenny straight because he's trying to He's trying to learn from Zach Curtis. Yeah, I was trying to drive and chase people, so I should just race what I got. So we get to the bomber race, last heat race of the day. And we're already pushing 730. I know there's kids' bike races coming up, and God only knows how long that can take. Just getting just getting kids organized. Um, once it's organized, it goes fine. Once we start the bike races, it goes fine, and it's fun. Um, so I know there's bike races i know there's still spectator races to come i know i have to be back at little new smyrna for quarter midgets bright and early in the morning so i don't want to be still running at midnight um nobody in the stands wants to because nobody's going to be here at the end i noticed that after about 10 10 30 it don't matter what's left people are going to leave i saw people leaving for spectator races this week and i purposely put the spectator races a little bit later because i'm trying to keep some people there to sell a few more hot dogs, sell a few more 50-50 tickets. Now we want to be done with 50-50 during the heat races, which I don't understand. But all these things are boiling up. Why are they done with heat races at 50-50? I, I don't or know. Or 50-50 these, at heat races. Well, because they, they want to they get their money and go home too. Um, they want to get the they want to give the thing away and get out of there. I mean, I don't blame them, but I don't know. I, I, see, huh. I see some tracks giving away thousands of dollars. We're... On a good night, we're three hundred. On a bad night, we're thirty-five. It's it's weird, but um, we were, what were we? We were sixty or seventy dollars the other day. Yeah, on a super late model show. Um, so understand. 
Here's the thing that set me over the edge, though. Ready? It's I, I've already told you guys all of this at this point. As the laps turn. And I'm not saying any of this stuff to piss anybody off. I'm not even... I'm, I I got over it. I'm, I'm putting this out there because I feel like you all listening to this should hear some of the things that go on behind the scenes because I'm sure some people are wondering, why does it take them so long? So we get to the last heat race, Bomber A's. We roll the Bomber A's out on the track. There's 11 of them in the pits. And I saw the 75, the red car, pull in late. I knew the 75 car was here an hour before the race started. 75 pulls out. Oh, I, I don't have a 75. Oh, oh, my God. It's the end of the world. Uh, the guy was late. He registered. All they had to do was put him in the computer. But we had to have a panic. And we could stop the race. Don't let him out. Don't let him go. We can't be ready to go. I got to get. I, there's another car. And I'm like, that car's been here for an hour and a half. Well, he didn't, he did did he register? Well, I just got to put him in. Who, nobody down there, the, 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 the tail isn't talking to the brain. So if it's not, if it's not perfectly right there on the fly, there's no fixing it. It's panic mode and then it holds everything up. So we had to add a car into the electronic timing and scoring because it was actually working in smooth for a change. I was, ha- I was glad yeah, it worked. me too. I, it was a night I didn't really have to look at it, but um, we had to add another car in. So instead of that being a real quick thing, that held up the Bomber A feed. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I, I don't, like, I'm like, I knew that car was there. And then it's like, oh, do you want to do this? I'm like, well, let me. I'd have it entered in. I'd have it ready to go because I'm actually... Now, if a car pulls in in the hill and you can't see it, that's a different story. Mike Dom. Mike Dom. Um, here's my thing. If a car is late to registration and we don't have him the electronic timing and scoring for the heat race, hand score his ass for the heat. He doesn't get his lap times. He doesn't, you know, okay, he finishes fourth, so the scoreboard says somebody else finished fourth. You fix it in the results, which I post manually a, a day later when I get a freaking moment, and... Hand score his ass manually. How how dare you take go. a day to post? I don't the result. care. I at this point I don't care. It's what works for me. I and if I'm some- the one doing it, you gotta wait for my ass. If you want to know instantly, go to the racetrack. I know. I've been I've been sitting there Sunday going, clicking on the points. Well, you're lucky. Quarter midgets rained out early, so I got to get it up before the. Uh, before it was too late. One time but, I was watching the points change as you were changing them. Yeah. Like I watched the year, the month, the date change for the division. And then that you race. watched the data load. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, no, nope, not mine yet. And then I clicked back a little bit like, oh, yes, we did it. So yeah. I kind of I kind of lost it up in the tower because I'm so tired of the same old stuff holding us up. I And again, like you said, you watch Thunder Road and they'll run four classes that have at least two heats each. So they're running. Nah, they got at least three heats for both for seventy five percent of the I classes. I haven't seen a. Heat. The Warriors have two. Everybody else has three. So they're running eleven heats, varying from twelve laps to eight laps. Well, their fucking pace laps fifty five yeah, miles. Yeah, and they hour. do. What do they do? And two they really ran- fast pace laps, a warm up lap, and they go three pace laps is all you need. Now you need the pace. They laps. finally wrecked you- though. I finally saw them wreck. They were just. Destroying each other in that. Which one was yeah, it? The late models. Was it the yeah. late models? <laughs> um, <laughs> three pace laps. And I talked to somebody very high up on the NASCAR ranks at quarter midgets, and I was talking to them about the show, and it's like, you shouldn't need more than three laps if you have your shit together. So it ain't just me, okay? It ain't just me. Uh, it should be three pace laps. You have your lineup correct. 
And now, if a car or two comes off pit road, you have a lap to get it ready. It shouldn't take more than a lap to get your cars lined up. And this is where we need a little cooperation on both sides. You get them lined up, two pace laps, three pace laps, get them up to temperature, because Rick, you can attest to this. Skinny, you, are, you guys are drivers. You need to get those cars up to temperature before you just throw them into the corner. Kind right? of, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. You got to get a little just heat a little in the bit. tire. Right. So a couple of pace laps are necessary. Three, it's probably all you need. Five, ten, way too freaking many. Yeah, we hem haul way too much. Yeah. Lap after yeah. lap after lap. And it's and here's the thing, and here's why I get so frustrated. It's a you know, oh, somebody's not I'm sorry. If if you guys are not listening and you're not getting into your position, I say don't score them. I say start them in the tell you didn't listen in the back. Pull them off the track. And if they don't have the receivers, don't let them back out there. But do something. If we're not gonna follow the rules that are in place to keep this stuff from happening, why bother? And so I kind of lost it, and I said, this is the same bull crap that has been happening week after week, and they're like, oh, relax, Rusty Jr., and I'm like, call me Rusty Jr. if you will, but at least Rusty wants the damn show to get going, and so do I. So call me what you will, but this is absurd. Is this the per- same person? It doesn't, matter yeah. who it, it doesn't matter who it was. There's two different situations. Oh, okay. And, and, oh, okay. And none of this is personal. This is all a working, this is all about work. I love everybody up there. And I talk to these people, and when we're talking about normal stuff, it's all good in the hood. So yo, yo, I don't yo. want this to – yeah, I know. <laughs> so I don't want this to be like, oh, Ryan talked about us on his podcast. No, they're great. I love everybody up there. I, I miss – It's I miss a podcast. Some, you got to stir stuff. I'm not trying to stir. I'm trying to let everybody know what was going on because right, that's what people want to hear. And if you is, feel like I'm stirring the pot, then fix it so I don't talk about it anymore. As the laps turn. If you don't like something I talk about, give me a reason not to talk about racers. it, and I won't talk about it. I like to talk about good things. It's General more fun Smyrna. for me. Um, so, yeah, I lost my shit. Uh, the bomber race finishes. I'm getting ready to go down for the bike thing because I just want to get this done with and start the features. And So you're an angry bike announcer, huh? I buried it pretty well. But I, I <laughs> went down there and said, you all need to figure out who you're giving the bikes to. Scott Ponder's like, where do you want the course? I said, I don't give a shit. Set it up. We'll make it work. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm not doing it. Um and uh, before I could get out of the tower, uh, somebody up there was like, you and you need to work your stuff out. I'm like, we all need to work our stuff out. We need to fix it. I'm like, it's not March anymore. It's not the season opener anymore. It's not the second month of the season. We're in August, and we're dealing with the same BS that we've been dealing with all year, and nothing is changing. That's why I'm frustrated. I'm not fixing anything with anybody. I have, I have a show to continue because y'all ain't going to wait on me. Y'all aren't going to wait on the announcer. If the announcer's taking a pee, they'll start the race without me. But we got to wait on everybody else and hold up the show. So, with that said, I apologize for getting heated in the tower. I really love everybody that I work with. I really do. Um, if we jaw back and forth about something work-related, it stays in, in work relationship mode. And when we're done with work mode, it's all cool. Um, and, and that goes... And Rusty, we've had heated moments. But I see Rusty the next time. It's all good. Stuff happens. Me and Kenny have had heated moments. It's all good. Rick, you're, you're calm, cool, and collected. So I don't think anybody could have a heated moment with you. Or it's, or it's probably really bad. So I'm not going to try to find out. Um, so all in all, we get through the night. And guess what we lost, guys? Because somebody else uh, who's higher up the ladder said, man, everything's taking too long. I don't understand why. He's like, 
What's the point of me starting the shows earlier if we're going to get out of here at the same time every week? So guess what we lost? What's that? The take it. Take a guess. What what the what is getting early cut? Start. No, thank God. What are we? What's getting? What's getting cut to save time now? No victory lane. We are doing winners only for the rest of the year. No more second and third place interviews. Second and third. No more second and third place pictures on the front straightaways. No more having your family down there because that is what's taking too much time. Here's where I think that's wrong. That's about the only chance the drivers get a, a moment or two to have to themselves. And yeah, it might take five, six minutes overall down on the track. That should be when that next race is getting lined up. That next race should be ready to roll. But guess what? I'm done interviewing. I'm back in the grandstands and I'm spending time with my daughter. I have enough time to go down, do interviews, walk back up the stairs, sit with my daughter, get a hug, watch her dance around, chit-chat with the, with the fans, and the next race ain't rolling out yet. But we got to cut second and third place interviews now. So those are done, and I, that's it. So if you want to give away stuff, go through the track. If you want second and third place interviews, we don't have them anymore. So well, that's, that sucks. Yep, that's stupid. So, there's, stupid. Uh, so there's what went down on Saturday night, and we haven't even covered the racing yet. So does anybody at this point care to cover the racing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. We'll talk about the racing. Yeah. So uh Emod's uh feature. Yeah, what happened in that one? Um supposedly a lot. Was that the race where all the all the drama happened? Uh if you uh look at a certain picture on Facebook, it is. Um so yeah, okay, let we're gonna we're gonna talk about the racing. That's what everybody really wants to hear. Enough of the look. I had I had to get all that off my chest. I feel so much better now. And I love I love everybody. Anybody that was referenced in that, and there's a reason I didn't call you by name because I have respect for you still. Um and I always will. Um Emods, two features. First one, only seven cars in it. Um what do you guys think about Matt Jarrett popping out about six laps in? Rick's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um <sighs> there's a debate on whether he should have been able to start it or not, but I say, if you if you if you get the car out there and you're seven laps down, and you beat people that couldn't finish the race, well, good on you. Um, I was joking with Jarrett Corpy after the drivers' meeting. I happened to to see him on my way back up the hill, and I said, "Oh, be talking to you in second place here in a few minutes." And he goes, "You bastard!" <laughs> and his crew were, were joking, and we we're all laughing. It's you know just a running joke because he finished second a lot, and uh, he goes out there and beats everybody up and wins the race. So. And then what does he do in the second race? You remember? Yeah, he got second Went place. out and finished second. Yeah. So that was a race off. Uh, yeah, the, the first feature got a little bit interesting. Uh, Dale Howard led for a while. Dale's got that 63 running pretty good. Yeah, that car looked like it was good. Yeah. It's good to see uh, Dale back up there. He had a few good runs in the Super Stock site. The longtime Super Stock racer. Rick, did you ever race with, with Dale? No, I did not. No? Um, I've I, seen I him just, around for a while. Yeah, I know he's, you know, he and he was, used to work on the crew with, with Tim, I think, with the record and all that. So, um yeah, he led for a while, and then I, I live, I didn't really realize that he got a boot coming out of four. Nothing, nothing intentional. People are making it out to seem like Dylan LeBeau's the villain here. We're just racing. We got four cars under a blanket coming off the corner for the lead, and there was a little bit of contact, and uh, obviously Dylan a little bit faster. Dale's car was starting to go away. Dale got a boot and um, went for a spin. One of the best saves of the year, because that was looking like it was going to be big. It looked like we were going to wreck all six cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dale spun out. And uh, it's funny, I was watching the video back on Speedway Video with, with Peyton the other day, and uh, her uh, 
one of the colors that she can recognize is yellow. So she sees the yellow car spin out. And she goes, uh-oh, yellow, vroom, vroom. And it just, I'm like, that's it. I don't, I don't need anything else tonight. My night is made. Like, that was the cutest thing. And then I was like, oh, man. And she goes, oh, boy. <laughs> it was great. That's awesome. So she's great. starting to get to the talking. Yeah, she's you know starting to string sentences together and recognize colors. Um, I, I, I thank her grandma for the color yellow because her grandma's into tennis. And one day... Grandma was over. I was out doing something. Grandma was watching Peyton. They were watching tennis. And Grandma's like, yellow ball. It's a mm-hmm. tennis ball. Uh, mm-hmm. She's like, this is yellow ball. And Peyton goes, yellow ball. Because yeah. of two words she can say. That's good. And uh, so she says, yellow, vroom, vroom, uh-oh. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Uh, and awesome save for Dale Howard. And he came back to finish third. His best run of the season. Uh, Jarrett Corpy wins race number one. Dylan LeBeau second. Dale Howard, Jay Waldridge hangs on for fourth. And then Matt Jarrett gets a top five for all his trouble. So it, just get your car on the track is yeah. the moral of that story. Um, Amod feature number two. We did have 11 cars in attendance. We lost the 38. I think he blew the uh, punctured the radiator when Corpy spun in the heat race. So we lost him. And then Hank Baker, he was – I don't know if you guys listened to the video yet, but you hear me trying to figure out, man, what's up with Hank? Is he having a problem? Oh, wait, he's the most recent winner. He's got to start in the backs, and he's not running for points, so he's just hanging back, kind of like what you told me with Brandon, Rick. Uh, Rick, Rick kind of warned me, like, hey, if you see Brandon just hanging back, he's got to go to the back anyways in the heat. Makes sense. So I'm like, wait a minute, maybe he's just playing coy, and he's not risking his car. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's, that must be what he's doing. And then he didn't come out for the, the feature, and I forget. He posted on, on Facebook what was wrong. I don't know if you can recall, Kenny, what, what nah, he said. I didn't but, see what he said. Um. So he had more mechanical problems. Feast or famine for Hank Baker. He's got a really fast car, but it either gets it either gets on track and it runs well, or he just doesn't even make it on track. So it's been a tough year Eugene for him. Eugene had a good car until his clutch broke. Yeah, so in feature number two, Eugene Tuminello is making his first start. He won the heat race. Yeah. So first ever EMOD start wins the heat. He's leading Dylan LeBeau, and they're having a hell of a race. Um, Dylan's obviously charging Eugene's car. You could see it start to go away a little bit, and they're yeah. coming down the front straightaway, and... As you said, the, the clutch went away on the 35 is what the problem was. And uh, basically what happened um, Saturday when they brought – or uh, Friday when they brought the car to the school, I guess when they were getting it back on the trailer, they kind of damaged the clutch, getting it back up there is what I was told. Yeah. And what I've seen. <laughs> so the clutch was already slipping. And then when LeBeau got to him – again, we're, we're racing harder. We're, are we racing each other or we got show cars now? What the hell? You can't touch anybody without – I was trying without- to have a show car. Now I don't. <laughs> You lost the front bumper. See, if you would have had your bumper cover on, you'd still have your actual bumper. Nah, actually, I probably wouldn't. I, that thing would have disintegrated. Probably on that plastic wall. parts everywhere. That that we'd wall, still be under yellow. That wall's hard. Yeah, man. Um, so David LeBeau, or David, uh, Dylan LeBeau's racing for the lead with, with Eugene, gets into the back of him. And when it lifted Eugene's car off the track, it spun the clutch and basically stripped it out, is what he explained to me. Basically, you know, knocked it to, to pieces and took him out of the race. So. He was, what, six, seven laps away from winning his first race? And I don't know. It would have been a good race between Dylan and Eugene. I don't know who would have won it, but Dylan was able to get the win. And Jared Corpy then second. Travis Sukup finished third. So two different new faces up in the top three in the Emons. It's always good to have uh, new faces. I'm wondering what's up with Art. wonder why he hasn't brought his back out. I don't know, because that thing's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was fast, too. I miss uh, Hank had the Emon out for... That the thing, red eye, yeah, that thing was beautiful too. He and, sold it in like yep. a day. Yep. For, we, listen, right now, uh, Hank Sanders is turning cars out of his shop faster than they can get him on the track. It's something yeah. else. 
Hank's a great guy. Every, every time they bring a new car, he invites me over. He's like, sit in this thing. Get a, he's like, that way when you see it on track, you can be like, ah, I was in that car. I got a whole different perspective. So I always love that. Then we had the LKQ Superstock 50. Yeah, I was really excited for it. I, and me, and, me and Skinny were kind of joking this week. Oh, it might be six or seven cars. We had nine, which really that's where we've been all year, you know, six to nine cars. They're just not plentiful this year. Nine, it seems like it's not very many fast ones right now. Yeah, and look, I mean, Dale Howard's got an E-Mod now. Travis Sukup's in the E-Mods now. Uh, Jared Corpies, he wrecked his car at the beginning of the year. So, um. I was excited for the race because as we've seen, even though the car count really hasn't been there for the super stocks, the racing's still been decent and the drama's still been there to keep it interesting. This one was just, I hate to say it, but it was borderline a snooze fest for the. Yeah. It had its moments there for a little while when uh, Justin decided to uh, see what turn four, he likes that turn four wall. No, he doesn't. Talk about a rough season for the car i was walking through i was doing something because i think i had a race real soon after that and i just sound like a uh, bomb went off when he hit the wall as hard as he hit the wall man and and he had nothing to do with that blake was trying to get by bobby blake got a little aggressive coming out of the corner so you know everybody that wants to talk about dylan lebeau do we have the same feelings to blake clouser because he did the same thing i'm a fan of blake clouser And, and I'm not putting blame on anybody. We're racing out there. You're, you're going to step over the line if you're racing hard. It's going to happen. Contact's going to happen to your best friend if he's in front of you at some point. So, yeah, I know about that. I'm re-ramming my own people. Right, right, exactly. Are <laughs> they mad at you? Are they talking? Sh- yeah, they probably are. Probably. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Blake gets into Bobby a little bit. And then Justin, he's right behind him because they were nose to tail. The picture was good. Did you say the Great picture? picture. Yeah. Great picture. I love that Jim Jones is getting more action shots now. Yes. Absolutely love that. Because uh, for a long time, it was just single-car picks, which are great. But I love the action shots, too, because a whole different perspective of some of these moments. It etches them in time where you can go back on Speedway Video and pause it. But, man, the um, those the action shots, I hope Jim keeps doing more of that. And I know at New, Smart, uh, New Smyrna, it's hard because you got to pick a, a corner and stand there, basically, and hope the action's where you're at. Uh, it's not like uh, Thunder Rover. You can just turn 360 and snap. But, um, yeah, poor Justin got a piece of the wall. It's just – it is not – he got all of his good luck last year. Yeah, that uh, ram on his back is a little heavy. What is it? The ram on his back is a little heavy. Is that what he's calling it? No, that's what I call it because it's a Dodge. Right, right. It's a Dodge ram. I, I he like said what he's you did there. A, I thought that's where you were getting at. He says he's got a monkey on his back. Mm. I was like, he's got a ram on his back. He yeah. needs to get rid of that body, I think. I think he needs to He's uh, been bring, gored by the ram horns, apparently. He need, yeah, he needs to bring Betsy back. It's sitting there just waiting. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go on without mentioning him. But uh, Rich Clouser got the win uh, ahead of Blake. It was a good night for the Clousers. Bad night for the Spears. Yeah, I don't even know what happened to George. I haven't even talked to him about that. Yeah, it's the first time he hasn't finished a race all year. Yeah, so he yeah. said it was a serious vibration. He doesn't know if it was in the rear end transmission. So didn't want to. Didn't want to run her to the ground. He was going to get on it today and see. Got, what's got up. a couple weeks to get her fixed. Yep. Yep. So, at least we know a little bit now. Uh, Rich Clouser, though, did get the win, dominating fashion. It's his second 50-lap win of the year because he won the Speed Weeks one. He had a pretty Paul's good DQ. quick qualifying, too. Yeah. Um, oh, shit, I didn't put the times in there. but uh, You never put the times for qualifying. I, I do sometimes. 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 Uh, I think Blake was fast qualifier, was he not? No. Was it Rich? Uh, Rich, he was uh, 20.9. Oh, yeah. No, it says Blake was fast qualifier. Oh, well, then he must have been... 
faster. I got Blake number one here on the sheet. But anyway, uh, Rich wins it. Blake is second. Paul Kochi made his return, finished third. I, you can tell when you talk to Paul if he's gonna if he knows he's gonna have a good night or not. Because I went to talk to him, and those couple of nights when he was on, his confidence it was radiating. I went to talk to him. He's like, "Yeah, we're back. You don't have any recording devices near you, do you?" Um, he was terrified. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, at least he can laugh about it. He said he's gonna yeah. tape his certificate to the trunk, which I think would be hilarious. But. Uh, <laughs> No, he just didn't seem to have the spunk that he normally does, but he still finished third. And then he's like, yeah, I might be back on my birthday. (laughs) Ah, Whatever, he'll be back. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, he'll be back. I know. As long as his motor ain't hurt. It's more fun when he's there. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Holly was fourth, Tyler Pernesti fifth, and then uh, the rest of these guys did not finish. Brandon Johnson, George Spears, Justin Spears, and Sean Held. Good to see Sean out there in the 12 car. The bomber I was about A's. to be like, that's not Shane, but nope. it must be Sean. Sean, the other held. The lesser known held. Um, but hey, he held on to it, got a top ten. I had to get that little pun in there. You're a little punny. Yeah. Uh, bomber A's, this was one of the most bizarre races. I've. Everybody broke out. Everybody did. I think, God, even like the fourth place car broke out. Like, that's how ridiculous it was. Um I don't know about you guys, but I thought as the year went on, the breakout rule would become less and less an, ish- an issue. As we'd figured out a little bit more, as the track gets hotter, I feel like the times would eventually devolve a little bit. But track was getting... fast, look at me. Yeah, that, that's what somebody said. Like, the track, e- even though it was still hot ambient temperature, like, the track definitely cooled off once the sun went down. So, I guess that logic is kind of out the window. But, uh, yeah, like, God, 60% of the field DQ, um, broke out, and then we had two DQs. And it's in the rule book, and we deliberated about it. But if you break out three times and you're parked, you are DQ'd for the race, and you don't get points. So Brandon Monroe, the point leader, DQ'd. Charles Friddle, Bad Luck Chuck, DQ'd. CJ Creech was not here. Merry Christmas, Eddie Evans. He's got a big point lead now. And he broke out himself, still finished fifth, fourth. No, fifth. Fifth. Dustin Higdon, though, got the win. Every time every time they say, oh, 14, you broke out. I was like, yep, there's Dustin. No, Brandon. Brandon? <laughs> but yeah, Brandon Monroe. Tough night for him. Still came to victory lane to congratulate those guys, though. Uh, team player. I like to see that. Uh, Dustin Higdon got the win. Caleb Jones, though, second place. <laughs> I felt like an idiot when I was interviewing him, so this is why we can't do second place and third place anymore. He posted on his Facebook, like, checkers or wreckers. I walk up to him and go, well, you posted on your Facebook checkers or wreckers this week. You didn't do either. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a dick thing to say. I meant it. I meant it in a really good light. You're but, here, but you didn't get it either. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, cars in one piece you didn't break out like everybody else. Congratulations on second. Uh, I think he knew what I was trying to say. But yeah. uh, uh, he, was, he had a great run, career best. Aaron Foy finally had a good night in third. Lindsay Samian, I think that's her best finish. She was fourth, and Eddie Evans, the new point leader. Courtney Breeden, Joe Racine, Larry Masters, all those guys broke out. Charles Fredo, Brandon Monroe with the DNQs, or the DQs. <laughs> Bomber Bs, the hell with them. Let's skip them. Yeah. Now, what happened to the Bomber B race, Kenny? Uh, you were uh, you had an adventurous night, and I even said over the, the PA, I'm like, I like it when Kenny has an adventurous night. He's usually got a lot to say on the show, so tell us. Uh, Give us a synopsis of the Bomber B race from your point of view. You got to see the whole thing. It was all happening in front of you. Uh, yeah, it was pretty <laughs> wild. And uh, then I spun out. And then, uh, yeah, just I found some speed out there, tried some new things, and uh, 
got a little wild, got chasing people, and uh, got ahead of me myself and spun out in the heat race and then hit the only water barrel out there, and it shot a little bubbles up in the air, and I went, ooh, bubbles. <laughs> ooh, and then bubbles. backed up and uh, went went on there, and then I heard something dragging. Yeah, so I, front bumper. Yeah, I thought something was broken, so I just slowed down. I was like, oh, I'll save it for the feature. And then the feature race went out there and did the same thing, spun out again. But this was later in the race, but I just got, I don't know. I don't know what changes with me. Sometimes I'm good, sometimes I'm not. I guess it's just the new. But you keep you keep trying things. Yeah. And, and you're trying to make it better. You're working on your car. And it seems like you get out there, it's going well for a minute, and then the minute, it, and it seems to flip on a dime, and then when it does, it's kind of like, well, back to the drawing board. So, yeah, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it, or, or hopefully the spins aren't messing with your confidence, because, I mean, that happens to the best drivers, so. No, that's not doing that or anything. I just, I don't know. Sometimes I got it, sometimes I don't. So, we'll see what happens. We're going to do some things over this off time right here and uh, come back even better. And it was fun racing with uh, Brandon. Uh, we had some good side-by-side racing, and then uh, my nemesis, the 5-0, seems like I can't, <laughs> can't get away get from away. him. Yeah, so, no, it's fun racing with him. He's getting Chuck better. Chuck good, too. Yeah, he's getting better. Um, and then uh, Chase, you hear that car coming when you're Oof, out there. That like, thing's yeah. hooked up right now. And then uh, it was fun racing with Zach Curtis because I always hear about him and stuff. So now I got to race. Zach with is him. so much fun to watch in a race car. I know he's great in enduros, and that's kind of where he's locked into these days, which is fine. But man, I love I love watching I love watching Dustin Higdon and Zach Curtis wheel race cars because they have like the same style where they're sideways. It looks like if if you've never seen them race before, you're probably sitting in the stands. Oh, they're gonna nope, it didn't spin out. But like that's normal. Like if he's not sideways, it's abnormal. So. I don't know. Zach Curtis has that same kind of style too. They wheel the hell out of a race car. Yeah, it was fun racing with him and uh, chasing him, and that's where I got above my head and then stepped uh, on it. Yeah, and then just it was fun to be out there and keep trugging along and everything. And it's a good bunch of racers out there. We're missing a bunch of people though. It seems like yeah, we didn't even have a sideways twenty-seven this week. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I scared him off. I don't know. <laughs> you meanie. I know, I'm, bully. Made, I'm a bully. Bully I on and off the track. They call Kenny. me a bully at work, so I guess. The Racing with Ryan and Bully podcast. Yes. So. With, with Rick Gaither. <laughs> is, Rick, where is Rick? I haven't even heard him. Rick is hanging I out. He chilling. is practicing his lines for the second segment, uh, which we're <laughs> going to speak to Rick here in a little bit. Uh, we got some good questions that uh, we procured to make sure we don't miss anything this week. Um, but uh, Which was, I really appreciate. It was a good... Uh, race i mean chase has got that car hooked up uh he's going for the what is it the turkey now and yeah. uh see what happens 23rd and but. frank is continuing to uh be determined to win one of these damn things he's yeah. driving his ass off he had some issues with his motors yeah so. he was pissed in practice i yeah, would say hello so. and i'm like this is not a good time yeah so hopefully on this off time he'll get his thing situated and we'll be all back and zooming back around the track hopefully i won't be spinny anymore yep you're it's not skinny anymore it's spinny no. roth yeah i'm gonna change my name if i spin out again i'm gonna call my name you gotta change, gotta change my name. your name on facebook mm-hmm. they'll, they'll want your id though so. no nah, i can't even change my name it's i got a graphic guy we yeah. can, <laughs> there you go we'll take Just, care of that at this point you're lucky to have your facebook um yeah. but yeah chase simons came from the back to win the race brandon gaither was second. How about Fire that on. Brandon Gaither kid? He's badass, ain't he? 
He's pretty damn good. Yeah. He's always so excited when he gets out of the race car, too. Passion. Passion. It is. Yeah. I see it. I see it. He was happy for Chase. I mean, they talk. He hangs out with Simons. So Yeah, they've grown up around he, there, too. Yeah, he runs up right on, buddy. You know, he's happy for anybody. But he told me, he said, a couple more laps. I yeah. think I had him dead. Well, and I'm like, all right. I was proud Damn. of Brandon because he was battling with Frank and a uh, racing deal. Uh, yeah. Got in the corner a little hard and ended up spinning Frank out, tapped, went to the he back tapped. and passed yep. everybody again. Yeah, Just made I don't think if he had to go to the rear, it would have been a little bit different. But Yeah. I mean, both those guys coming from the rear to finish one and two, probably going to spark some rules changes because once cars start pulling away, Rick's over here like, to hell with it. Nope. It won't. We're good. You're good? We're good. All right. Yeah, rules, rules are good. There's so many car options in that yeah. class. A Vic can still dominate. Well, and, and it's it's thing, who I shows mean, up. Where's my boy Tony Bromley? Speaking of that, yeah, um, we, he told me to call him out. Come on, Bromley. If we, we had the Bromleys here, back run. in the field, we'd have double digits every week. Yeah, and then and Chase and Brandon would have started further back. Or chilling, right? And then John, yep. will be back. We'll get John back. Yep. yep. Eric comes and goes so far. Hopefully um, Eric comes back. He's running good. I'll be uh, the back 49 soon. will be back. You'll be back. I will not be out there. Sorry. I know a couple uh, other guys are building cars, so why not, Ryan? Three, come race with us. No, because the minute the minute I wreck it on the second lap of practice, which I won't practice. I don't need practice. I hate practice. Um the, so the second lap of the heat race. Uh if I ever had a race car, I, I could have a race car until I wrecked it. I'd be done. <laughs> and then I would have buyer's remorse and um, be upset with myself. So I'll, just, I'll stick to what I do. And um, I, I enjoy my perspective, either from inside the booth or from on top of the tower, depending on how things are going. So, uh, yeah, Chase Simon to the win. Brandon Gaither again in second. Zach Curtis held on for third. Good to see him out there. Frank the Tank, the point leader, he lost eight points. And every time we race, Frank will call me and go, how many points can I lose per race and still win the championship? So he has calculated. He has gone from got to win the race, got to drive as hard as I can, to got to keep the 66 in sight and have a good points day. So it's funny how during the course of a season your mentality can change. Um, Chuck how many Brewer, points do I got to keep above Chuck? I just got to be – I got to finish two I think races. you guys are tied, aren't Yeah, you? we're tied. Yeah. For third? Yep. Yep, behind Chase. Yeah. Um, we're 80 points back, so I'm kidding. That's a good omen for me. Oh, yeah, perfect number, too. Yeah. Um, he, Chuck was fifth. Daniel Snyder was sixth. Aaron Foy, seventh. And the Spinny. guy right here, Spinny, Spinny Roth, was eighth. Still top ten, and you were there. <laughs> and then, of course, we had the 602s. Where the issues lie in their heat race, they did not lie in the feature. They had a hell of a feature. That was a great race between Ricky, Ricky Moxley. Moxley. has got that car hooked up. You know, and he, I was talking to him. He goes, hey, man, we, we, just, we ain't got the gear right. And he was kind of upset. They're trying to take that car to North Wilkesboro. So mm. that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he said they didn't really have it hooked up. Made one lap in the heat race, pulled off, and then came out and battled with Christopher Hatton. Great race. Say what you want about the 602s. They put on a good show. And I'm glad they were there. And the cars look freaking awesome now. Yeah, they look, yeah, they do look nice. I like them. Uh, the Coors Light is it the Coors Light one? That one looks good. Or the Coors car? Which which one is that? The silver one? The yeah, the silver one, not a ninety nine or something like that. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yep. Uh, yeah. Then we got the the Budweiser and Franks. I, I know the uh, the slogan. I put it on everything is a Franks Red Hot thing, but with Budweiser on the side, I'm like, well, which one is it? You put Franks or Budweiser on everything? Both. <laughs> Why not? That's funny. And the monster car looks good. I like I like the the colored wheels. Those are sharp. Yeah. Looks real good. Yeah, they definitely do look good. 
And Ricky's car, it's gone from just a plain white car that said for sale to it's all got graphics on it now and, and fountain on the side. Great looking race cars. They've done a lot with these cars. Yeah, and that. Oh, we had spectator races too. You guys want to hear the story on what happened there? Yeah, let's hear why uh, they killed spectator racing. Well, you say they, which the they there is insurance. I just want to make that very clear. Insurance is they. Why is <laughs> what's up with these other tracks? They will still do it. Well, they have whatever oh. we don't. And it, we, so we did have a change in insurance, and I don't know when. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know who it is. I don't care. Um, I get a call around noon on Saturday, and this is right after I dealt with the thing that I started the show with, right? So I'm still like, man, ruin my day. You're trying to ruin my day. I'm not going to let you because I'm stronger than you. But something I got to deal with, man. Rusty calls. And I was like, please don't tell me we're going to rain out because I'll be honest with you, I never looked at the weather this week, and it was perfect. So I don't want to – I'm not looking at any more weather. Rusty calls. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He goes, hey, uh, I need you to put something out there. I'm like, okay, what? Uh, spectator races are canceled until further notice. And I'm like, that's a little bit late notice for the de facto main event for tonight. And he goes, I just need you to put something out there. We got some things we got to figure out. So just, I need you to get on there and make a thing. I'm like, all right, give me five, 10 minutes. So I go sit down at the computer because now I've got to go scrub the, the post. I've got to go scrub it from the header. I got to go scrub it from the website. And excuse me, I've got to make a, a post. So I'm like, I've got about 25 minutes worth of work to do here before I start thinking about going to the racetrack. And I'm like, man, this is really going to suck. I do not want to deal with this backlash. But whatever they say, I got to do. So I'm sitting there. I've got the, I had just made the race day post and I had posted the, the picture. I had just taken the picture down. And I get a call from Holly this time. She goes, hey, don't, don't post anything yet. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of taking everything down. Why does this always happen? She's like, hang on. I, we, she goes, we got new insurance, and we got to figure this out real quick, but I'm looking at it, and, oh, hang on, Jane's calling me. So I wait on hold about five minutes. Okay, don't do anything. Okay. She goes, we can still do one-on-ones. We just can't do, we can't have more than two cars on the track at once anymore. And I was like, well, it's better than nothing. And she goes, absolutely. And so she's like, just don't do anything. I'm like, all right. Well, luckily I hadn't got too far into scrubbing everything. So I put it back and it's like, I'm not going to go on there and make a big deal about it because I don't think this was going to be the biggest spectator race card anyway, which it wasn't. It ended up being perfect. Eight cars for one-on-ones was perfect. So like most tracks in Florida, we can do the one-on-ones, but not the, not the five uh, lap dash anymore. And kudos to Holly for taking a few minutes and looking through it because the call I got five minutes preceding that was just canceled until further notice. So thankfully it was only canceled for five minutes. But um, that's why we got what we got. And it's it's disappointing, but we've had literally one incident in in since I've been there, and that was the Mustang. And honestly, somebody could have an incident in the one-on-ones, which would be just as exciting. So does this uh, take off the... Um drying the track <laughs> that's a good point i think it would yep you can't. i mean it's the same idea isn't it yeah so what we're we gonna have to do to start putting all this uh radial tire cars we'll have to we'll have to rain out at noon every week because gotta make the call early 
Uh, insurance. Yeah. This week's race is canceled by insurance. <laughs> Good thing we don't race for a while. Yeah, I got a couple weeks off. Um, so what happened to the uh, flyer? Yeah, there was a typo <laughs> on the flyer. Modifieds were racing. Whatever. I saw that. I was yep. like, oh. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. We're all humans. Yeah. We all got a lot going on. We are. How a, dare you have a life? At, at the same time, we are a skeleton crew. Yeah. So a lot of the things that thin. sometimes I complain about, I, I feel like it shouldn't happen regardless. But again, we're a very. This is all of ninety percent of the people that are there on Saturdays. This is their side gig. This is not anybody's. You know, Rusty and Holly, and you know, Jane and Robert. Tammy, uh, Tammy's not even there full time. So, um, a lot of us are just doing this for something to do. Um, I wish I, I wish I could say we're all, uh, you know, paying our bills this way. And this was all, uh, all anybody does. Um, I have a full time job. I work 45 hours a week to pay the bills. I do this on the side. I put a lot, I put a, a lot of my heart and soul and passion into it. That's why I get passionate about it that's why i get frustrated about it it's not because i'm trying to be an asshole but i'm passionate about this somebody's got to be you know so when something doesn't go right sometimes my emotions spill over and you know sometimes i do need to just go take a chill pill <laughs> and yeah, sometimes i do too right but again i make mistakes i've i've screwed up posts i've made typos um i've said the wrong thing i've 90% of the time unintentionally hurt somebody's feelings. Um, I've made mistakes, I've not taken man. pictures of people. I'm yeah. sorry. Rick, he's perfect, but, you know, that's why we're going to hear all about how perfect he is here in the next segment. Good and, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, I just... I, I Family just, Fun Night was a C- minus for it, me. It was... It was fine. It wasn't the best one. Um... We're missing a few people. Uh, definitely glad we raced, tell you that much. Uh, at the end of the day, a C-minus night at the racetrack sure as hell beats not being at the racetrack. So there's Yeah, that. that's definitely... I, I can say that. I didn't spend much money. Yes. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> you didn't collect your money either, did you? Nope. Heart to Heart Breast Cancer Foundation. All right. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts, guys, before we take our first break and get into uh, Rick Gaither Part 2 here? Mm, nope. I'm good. All right, stay tuned. We'll have uh, we'll have our second part of our interview with Rick Gaither coming up on the other side. Hey everyone, we want to take a few moments here to thank some of our great sponsors here at the Racing with Ryan podcast, including our good friends over at Schultz Engineered Products and Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. If you're in the market for a new racing fuel cell for your vehicle, make sure you check out Schultz Fuel Cells. They're designed and manufactured in the United States to be safer, longer lasting, and they will outperform all other fuel cells that you can get your hands on. Also, they specialize in their fuel recovery systems. You can save on your fuel expenses, significant maintenance reductions, along with a safer working environment, better for the actual environment, the outside environment, and it'll eliminate your fuel disposal fees. Those are just some of the products that Schultz Engineer Products focuses on, and you can check them out on the web at schultzproducts.com. You give them a call at 732-922-4334. Or for email inquiries, you can reach out to them at info at schultzproducts.com. That's info at schultzproducts.com, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z, 
Schultz Engineered Products. We welcome them as one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Make sure you check out their website, SchultzProducts.com, for everything that they offer. And hey, if you're racing and you want to stay safe, get one of their fuel cells installed on your race car. You will not regret it. We also thank SRQ Taxes in Sarasota, Florida. We know tax season has come and gone, but guess what? It's never too early to get a head start on next year or to start thinking about next year. And hey, if you have any issues with your taxes or you know, you're looking to get a hold of somebody that can help out your business, check out srqtaxes.com. Click on their services portal and you can see everything that they offer from accounting software selection, audits, compliance, bookkeeping, business consulting. Um, they do estate and trusts. They do financial analysis, statements, IRS representation in case you have any issues. They even have a notary public on hand for all of those documents that you might need notarized. And of course, tax preparation and planning. So make sure you check out srqtaxes.com located in Sarasota, Florida, or you can uh, Get with Steve Darling at the Auburndale Speedway. He'll be happy to help you out. SRQ Taxes coming on board as another one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank 124 Welding and Fabrication. That's our good buddy, Ron D'Alessandro. Uh, had a great run in the 602 class a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we really appreciate him being on board, of course, uh, just like it says, welding and fabrication. That's what he specializes in. If you need anything welded up, get with Ron. If you uh, need something fabbed, get with Ron as well. He will help you out. You can also check out his Etsy store because he makes all kinds of great metalworking, uh, which make great decorations. We have the Racing with Ryan podcast logo and emblem here in the studio. Looking at it as we record right now, it makes a, you know, it'll complement any room, anything you're looking for. He can do custom stuff, but you can also check him out on Etsy. If you look, go to Etsy.com and search 124 Welding and Fab. It'll come right up. You can check out the great products he has available, or you can reach out, contact him for anything specific. Again, that's 124 Welding and Fab. Check them out on Etsy. We also have a a couple of supporters that we would like to thank. Of course, um, we have our anchor sponsors, and then we have those that just support the show, and we got to thank Ken Copley. Of course, he is our EMOD sponsor, but we want to thank him for his support here as well. And Doug Samian from Do All Lawn and Tree. Um, that's his company, but he just uh, he appreciates the show and appreciates what we do, so we appreciate him. So thank you to all of our great anchor sponsors and our supporters here with the Racing with Ryan podcast. Now we'll let you get back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. And uh, after the success that we had a couple of weeks ago and Rick was on, one of the highest listened-to shows we've had in a while, uh, I don't know if it, popular. I don't know if it was Rick just sitting there clicking, but it got a lot of clicks. I don't so, listen to myself. You don't listen to yourself. So, Rick, you have a lot of friends. Don't uh, be lying to the people. You listen to it probably like 407 <laughs> times. Uh, I heard some, I heard Rick on the podcast. It was awesome. So, he was playing it at his work, everything. So we're, we're don't able let him to, lie to you. get He's, Rick back in. So if you made it through my uh, my venting, grinding my gears session and then the, the recap and he's smart. As the laps turn. As the laps turn. Um we're gonna we're gonna get some more out of Rick here because uh, again, uh, it was just kind of a fly by the seat of your pants type interview last time. So uh, Rick's like, I got I got more to tell. So Rick, are, if you're ready, we'll get into it. Yeah, let's go. You, you sent me some things earlier today, and we learned a lot about you uh, the first time we had you on. Uh, like like when I asked you, oh, well, you've been racing there, and you kind of surprised me. It wasn't as long as I thought, but you've been around racing itself for a long, long time. What was the first racetrack that you went to? 
Uh, Hagerstown Speedway in Maryland. I believe it was probably 1980, 79. Maybe I was four or five years old. I remember there's nothing but dirt. I remember seeing some cars, but Dad took me, and I said, oh, yeah, I like this, and I kept going. And so, we moved to Florida, and, and we started going to New Smyrna, Volusia. So it's one of those things where you went once, and you got the bug. You were hooked. Yeah, I guess I, was, I behaved enough that Dad could take me. There you go. And I sat and watched the races. Well, that, that's, that's what's nice about the racetrack. I mean, you guys know, I, I have a two-year-old, and I love that I can take her to the races. And she watches, but she also... He likes to hop up and down, walk up the bleachers, jump around a little bit. I, I like that you can take a kid to the racetrack, and they don't have to just sit there and be quiet. They can be themselves and enjoy the sounds, the stimulation of the environment, the sounds are running around. So I'm sure you had a little bit of that. I'm yes. sure you sat, watched some cars, and went and rolled down the hill probably. Yes, for sure. And We played. That's what I used to do too. Yep. But then the older I got, the more into the racing I was. I'm like, I don't want to miss a lap to where I used to get in trouble because my dad would be like, you need to take your sisters down and watch them. I, I, I'm going to go get his food. You're going to take your sister to the bathroom. And I get in trouble when I tell my sisters to hurry the hell up because I don't want to miss the races. So I, I know exactly how that goes. Um, so looks like it was about 83, 84. Your dad started racing at New Smyrna. Yeah. And Duros. Um, that's actually when they went. It was a hundred lapper, fifty one way, and fifty the other. So um, when, when you say enduros, because sometimes at some places enduros mean a different thing. You're, we're still talking, you know, um, no yellows, no yellow. I mean, red flag it, only. Red flags. Yep. yep, red flag only. But yeah, I mean, fifty one way, the normal way. Back when and then the, to do all that. lights would come on, and I said, "Here they come. They're all going to come down pit road, and start going the other way while cars are going the opposite way." It was that's insane. So yeah. they would flip them around in the middle of the race? Like you'd no, come I mean, down pit road? Yeah, and pit road, and then you'd take a right and the turn one. And oh, my God. go back the other way. That's insane. Yes. That must have been a spectacle. Oh, the it thing, was. Man, the fun things we got to do before I was born. Damn. <laughs> Youngin'. Kenny, you were around. You ever seen anything like that? I, I didn't start going until 86. So oh, that's right. They were uh, doing the sack races. Oh, and yeah. The, yeah uh, that was crazy. The... Uh, Sack races was insane, and then the uh, backwards racing, school yeah. buses. the school buses, they had the semis, the semis yeah. out there, when they took the wall down, that's when they stopped bringing those out there. Yeah, I remember a few years ago, Robert wanted to bring the semis back, and Jamie was like, no, Robert, no, I'm not rebuilding the damn wall again, no, we're not, well, we're having it back, no, we're not, no, we have not had it back. So. Yeah, no, they're... They were insane. And like you guys were talking about playing as a kid, I remember at uh, Orlando Speed World because you had the big hill that yeah, went down. Yeah, the back of four, yeah. Yeah, you used to roll down that. Oh, yeah. Like, Listen, playing man, as a kid. I, I can't wait. Like, I, I love when I'm not working and I can go to the race with Peyton and, and we sit there in the grandstands. I mean, I saw her Saturday when she was hanging out with her mom, but she, I'd be walking up and down and she'd be out in the aisle. She'd be dancing around just having a good time. Kids can go to the races and be kids, man. It's not like going to a restaurant sit here, eat your food, be quiet, no, yell, scream, jump around. We need more of that. Yeah, no, it's always definitely cool to uh, have be a kid at the racetrack. I mean, I have some of my greatest memories, and I mean, just back when it was like the wooden bleachers and stuff like that, it was pretty cool. <coughs> so seeing here, Rick, um, your mother and father worked at Volusia? Yes, my dad was an official. Okay, uh, and he raced was, too, right? Yes, and he raced when it was dirt. Then it went asphalt, and he actually was the uh, buggy driver. 
Okay. And mom was a scorer in the tower. Um, I was having kids, and I mom in the tower. You had a little control, like I'd go up there and hang out. Well, I took my kids with me and changed their diapers in the towers. So been there, done that. You you get it. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've had my daughter up there running circles around the race director while I'm announcing the races, and I'm just like, oh my god, these guys are gonna. They're not. They're gonna want me out of here. And they're like, no, this is great. So during Speed Week, I remember uh, we when I was up there helping you with the. Uh, and the oh the PA PA yeah, yeah and the just, one announced that one uh, NASCAR guy was like he was just having a blast playing with the kid mm-hmm, and everything he mm-hmm. was like it was a change of pace probably for him yeah I mean it it seems like most racing people are very welcoming of kids and everybody's like oh I can't tell you how many people I keep hijacking your stuff here Rick I can't tell you how many people have been like oh if you need us to, to watch after Peyton please drop her off we'd love to have her Molly yeah. LeBeau uh, Miss um, Clouser. Uh, just to name a few off the top of my head. I'm a fan of Blake Clouser. Who, who, who isn't? Blake Clouser, he's uh, the rookie of the year in the Super Stocks. He came in second place. I'm just a fan. Do you Understand? know what the date was? Uh, what the race? Uh, 8-19-23. Turn your cap locks off. Um, so getting back to this here, Rick. So um, did your mom work with Shelly? Yes. Who we have now as our head scorer? Yes. Side by side. I believe they scored. She did the scoreboard and helped scored. Um, Joe was the announcer back then. Joe was, Kelly? Joe, no. No. Um, I know there's a couple Joes, so. I can't think of his last name. Joe? I'm sorry. That's all right. Put you on the spot. Yep. Joe. So between Volusia and New Smart, it's kind of cool that, like, right in our backyards, so to, so to speak, uh, we've got a dirt track and an asphalt track. It was awesome. Which, and- I mean... You know, I know you're at New Smyrna primarily now, but which one do you prefer? Do you prefer dirt racing? Do you prefer to watch I've, one versus uh, the other? I like all racing, but sometimes Volusia just puts on a banging show, and then I go to New Smyrna like, see, guys, damn it, why can't we do this? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? The way we start, they don't play around. Yeah. No, Let's dude, go. they don't even do pace laps. They roll no, them off and go. And I get it's it. It's crazy. I went there a it's bunch crazy. with They don't Dustin. have practice either. Good. Um, Hot laps. Hot laps and go. Right. Uh, I like I like Smyrna. I mean, I've never drove Volusia. Mm. Maybe if I did, I probably wouldn't come back to asphalt. Who knows? But I like New Smyrna. I mean, it's in my backyard. I like that that both styles. It, we're doing the same thing, but yet both styles are so different. Like I can, I prefer asphalt. I just always have. But I like to get over to Volusia and watch a race or two. But I've been over there and I've seen really crappy nights and then really good nights at New Smyrna. I, you can have a great race. At any track, you can have a crappy night, a crappy race at any track. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, that's racing. You just you don't know what you're going to get. So um, a couple of things here to, to touch on that you uh, sent in. So your dad and mom both worked at Volusia, and then it got a little bit harder to go back there. Uh, mom passed away in 2005. Yep. What what was the mindset there? Uh, what What about that? made it hard to get back there other than it probably just brought up memories of mom yeah memories i mean just it was a shock mom passed so it was hurtful yeah and it was many years before i I went back i don't think it's easy if you know somebody's gonna pass away so no and everybody knew mom mom was you know that type woman but uh that was mom she was mom to everybody but um just a wonderful woman so we took years off there um and went back to Smyrna. Yeah. Obviously, buddies are racing Super Stocks or uh, was there bombers then? Super Stocks. Strictly, strictly stocks, we're bomb, going, yeah. but that's maybe when the four cylinders were taking over. 
getting rid of the V8s, and then we disappeared for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I remember that the the four cylinder invasion. Uh, I, I loved the time when everything raced together. I, I loved it because it was a caveat, you know. But I, I get did it. Not. You I didn't. did not. No. I mean, it, even that I'm friends with everybody, but Curtis and his little Saturn versus <laughs> me and my metric is like. He was badass in the corners. We yep. were down straightaway, kind of like me and Ben yep. say now. Ben or say we, yeah, brings but, back memories. It does. And then I guess there was a few bad accidents, but when a big car hits a little car, it's not. Yeah. You're and, gone. and I know that was a big reason why the you know the B's and the A's are split now. But, oh, surely. But then I look at Aaron Foy's little car, and I'm like, this is the yeah. exact same thing. Yes, yes, but I don't. But there's one versus having a bunch of them. Exactly. I mean. It, it, now that both classes are established, it, it works. But at the time, I was like, why are we splitting this up? Just let them race. I, I love the idea of, hey, this guy's got a Monte Carlo. This guy's got a Cavalier. This guy's got a Saturn. This guy's got a Pont. Just, I, I love the idea of you, you just never knew. We, that, need, we need to change the name of them. Uh, it's, it's not going to happen. We've been over this, Kenny. It's not going to happen. It's just, it would be so much so better. Let's have four head. cylinders, and then we could have the Strictly Stocks. But yeah, go ahead. I see Rick. what you're saying. I get it. I get it. Um, so you went back a after mom passed away. You went back to New Smyrna, and like you said, you got back to your roots. Uh, then you started to to meet some people, uh, people that are still your friends to these day to this day. Yeah, I know you're sure. you're hanging out with these people. So uh, tell us about how you met Dustin Higdon back in 2009, 2010, whenever it was. Yep. Oh, youngin parked beside me. In uh, turn three, where we always hung out with the Doms, mm -hmm. big family, and uh, just watching them practice. And I said, damn, this kid can drive, but he had the wrong size tires, his car leaning. It just wasn't working. But, uh, you know, I just told myself, I don't know who that kid is, but he can drive. Um, all in all, heat race came. I blew up. Kind of a normal thing back then for me. You right? take a junker, $200. It made, yeah, exactly. Shit happens. <laughs> Shut up, Skinny. But, I mean uh, that with love. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And the heat race, Dustin blew his radiator. And he was just heartbroken. You know, just, and I said, you know what, man? I don't even know this kid, but take every part I have off my car and go wax their ass. And he went out there and did great. I think he finished second. But uh, after that, his car was at the house. He brought my radiator back first. Then I said, hey, man, you're running the wrong size tires. What gear do you have? What, 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 what? Went He's on. Like, Wait, there's more to this? Yeah, thing? like, what? Just show up and what? go? Yeah, so eventually. Well, it's, it's funny because uh, that's kind of, Dustin's kind of like that now. He sees somebody show up, like Joe Racine earlier this year. Bless his heart, kind of out to lunch. He was at the track just. Look what I started. Yeah, and now Dustin's the guy who's like, hey, you should run this. You should do this. And now he just hit the one. And, and you still do as well, but yeah. he's kind of taken. You were kind of his mentor at first, right. and now he's kind of taken oh, over that role. His dad probably was, or Uncle Ronnie Adams. But uh, like I said, I just one of them. Yeah, one of them. Well, you can have the more two than racers. one mentor. Yeah, here. okay. But uh, yeah, it, it's funny when he got his first win. He's like, I never see Rick run unless it's to Victory Lane. Mm. So funny. Higdon said it, and you're right. I'm not running. Unless it's to victory lane. And look what happens nowadays when one of those cars wins. It's the same people plus whoever's new to fast. the group. I'm walking fast. Walking fast. Yeah. I hear you, buddy. I, I, I run I'm now. I'm used to it. All right, Dustin wins again. All right, y'all run. I'll be there in a second. I feel like I do not get through the air like I used to. When I, I used to be able I used to be fast, man. Now I run and I feel like a, a bumbling turd when I'm running. It's, it's not fun anymore. You want to race? 
You're tall, man. I don't know. I, I, I've been jogging. Foot race at the, at the end of the year. I've been jogging. Trying to get in a suit. I can't fit I, in my race suit. I've not been jogging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dad pod. Um, but, no, I, I like that you, you, the things that you talk about, like I see them still happening with that same group and, you know, with the new people that have been added to the group, if you right. will. You know, you're branding uh, Brandon and Rose. Yep. Whoever else is with the group that comes and goes these days, and yeah, like my buddy cool. uh, George family. Acker yeah. was racing bombers with us back then, and yep. his now son Barry in there. Yep. is growing up, and he's, got he's his... right with us, and he was with us back then, and yeah, he'll be in a Cavalier soon. And Barry's got Aiden. his kid out there on the quarter midget track. I know it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's kind of disappointed that uh, the summer series, the last race, got rained out because the whole reason for that three race series was to get the just to get those kids on track. So. They lost some track time, but, um, so yeah, you, you met Dustin Higdon and you guys still hanging out at the racetrack to still, this day, still working on race cars. Yeah, he took, really uh, changed. my son under his wing, yep, like a little right. brother. Yep. Um, I took him on like a, he's just a couple years older than my oldest son. So like a oldest son or a young, young buddy that I don't know. I just said, boy, this kid can drive. And, yeah, he still can too. Yeah. He ain't a kid anymore, but now he's like. We can laugh, but he's a veteran. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's got he's got moves he ain't even showed y'all yet. Don't call him a legend though. <laughs> CJ will get upset about that. Yeah, well, be careful what you say on Facebook. You might trigger somebody. Yeah, CJ, I love you. So another family that uh, you've been hanging around with that that you met from the racetrack, the Spears family. They've yeah. they've been around for a long time. Actually uh, your car's been over there quite a bit. What's the story there? Uh I was happened to move, moving, and uh, we got a house in the country. And the first thing I took to the new house was a race car. And when I pulled in, a big, tall, to me, a redneck-looking dude <laughs> I'd seen in the distance. They might have had a race car out back, but here come George. Oh, here come a similar little silhouette, Justin Spears. Like, okay, they brought beers. I got a race car. Before you know it, family. I mean, we're... It's all it takes, man. We're probably 15 years into hanging now. Me and George, ironically, went to high school together and did not know each other. Wow. Yes. And I mean, it's pretty cool seeing our dads hanging out. I mean, they're both past now. God bless them. But, uh, you know, we went through up and downs, but there for each other. Cars built, cars trashed. Just just helping. Just everything we do for each other. But... uh Pretty cool. Still chilling with Spears. Still with Higdon. Um, Spears took my young and under his their you know group too. And yep. yeah, it's just family. It's family. It, it's amazing what kind of family you can build at the racetrack. I mean, I was I've always been kind of a shy, awkward, late bloomer type of guy, and started working at the racetrack. And you know, in my position, I'd put myself out there, and I'm like, I don't. I took the job. I'm like, God, I hope I can do this. I hope I don't freeze in front of all those people. But honestly, you know, most of the people at the racetrack have been nothing but warm and welcoming. And you just, that's where you end up making most of your friends and therefore most of your enemies too. Uh, but mostly your friends. It's it's amazing the kind of people you'll meet at the racetrack just hanging out, just being there. Or enemies that become friends. Yes, or vice versa. Or yes, or whichever. friends, enemies, friends again. I don't think I have any enemies. No, that's Skinny. a good thing. Do I? Frenemies. Skinny, you know. you kind of did the the same thing. You don't you're when you're getting back into it, you started putzing around the pits, and next thing you know, you got all these buddies. 
Yeah, same thing pretty much as uh, I met Greg. He was standing right. next to me, and then I met George, and then I met Rick, and then I met Dustin, and then I mm, started driving. Connect the dots. Imagine you know? that. Rick, Dustin, Spears. George. Yeah, it all makes sense. Yep, or just one happy dysfunctional family. That's that, it. I mean, if we're doing this, we're, we're dysfunctional from one way or another. At least we got a habit. So it's not a bad habit. I mean, it's not a... I mean, I guess it is. It could be detrimental to your health, but <laughs> <It can be. laughs> but uh, some stress. Yeah. So, but it's fun. I mean, we all have a blast. We all kind of live it. I mean, luckily, my car I don't have to work on as much as the Spears and as much as Rick. I mean, luckily, I just got to put a tire on it here or put a bumper on it here. Or yeah, but th- if you need to, you got Rick and other people yeah, to help you, no. and vice versa. You you've yeah. been helping. I think you've been working more on other people's. Sorry, kicked yeah. your foot there. Uh, you've been working more on other people's stuff than than your own. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I helped Justin a lot, and probably help him now, and then helping Rick build his car. So it's been fun. It's good to meet Rick and all that stuff. But you can get back to their story. We'll tangent off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off script a little bit. Rick, what's your your favorite moment in in racing at any racetrack? Like what's been what's the one thing when you think of awesome moments at a racetrack that comes to mind? My son just went in, and that's a, a new thing too. I mean, yes, this sir. year, uh, first year racing, he's won in two classes already, yes. and uh, really has not taken him long to get the confidence. I mean, now he's driving through the field, passing people. He passed more cars than anybody last week, and there's only eight cars there. Yeah, like I said, he's he's doing good. He's a wheel man. Um, I'll let you know. Obviously, my car is almost done. And Dustin and Brandon talk all the time. Mm-hmm. But who's going to race the car when I'm out there? Well, Brandon told Dustin, you're racing against Dad first. And Higdon okay. said, I've been waiting for this for 10 years. All right. So let's go, Higdon. I'm ready too, buddy. This is going to be interesting because we got to see who does who does better against Rick. If- I might say if, I feel Dustin, like you're gonna be if Dustin whoops me, I might put Brandon in my car and have him whoop Dustin. That would be great. I guess you do a little round Uh-oh. robin here. Uh oh. What? You just what came up I with. Start? Yeah, you just. I'm came not driving up with... the car. I'm working my ass off on. Nah. You got to well, maybe once or twice, but we'll see. You got to drive it a few times. Yes. We got to get you back. Well, we can't do the podium anymore, so we got to get you back on the winner's circle. Yes, sir. That's even better. That's the goal, right? Yes. Like I ain't working on this thing for nothing. No, and I try. It's just. Get a fourth. It is what it is. I don't know. I try my ass off. Oh, that, that's the thing about you. I, I, I know that when you're out there, you're just you're out there having fun, regardless of if it's fourth, fifth, smashed. You're yep. having a good time. Yep. Even the night you, you crashed old Whitey there. I mean, still saw you afterwards, and you're like, well, oh, that sucks. It sucks. I seen her today just sitting yeah. there, and I'm like, just shake my head. And then sad. I walk into the shop. I'm like, There's right, the new look, one. look at the new one. All right. Get over that real quick. See, it's like I was telling you guys when we were at the end of the last segment there. If I had a car and I crashed it, I would be I'd be devastated. So I, yeah. I don't know, I, I don't know how you do it, man. I I'm, I don't know. I thought I'd be more devastated, but you just let it go. I guess. Because it's easier yeah. when you got another one in the saddle, right? Yep. A little bit anyway. Next, as I say, next. You you you're always one of those guys who likes to work on cars. So at least just have something to work on. Yeah. That's what I think. Even that's why I'm busy and I don't get to watch a lot of races. Yeah. I even have. Caleb says, hey, come look at my tires. Barry, 
Brandon Monroe, everybody. I'm making sure Skinny's good. So I run around so much. It's like, damn, y'all are up next, and I missed the three races in front. That's all right. I get to watch it on Speedway video. Yeah, Thank you, right. Tom. I'm so glad to have Speedway video. Dude, I, I can't tell I you how many times, like, I see something happen live, and, you know, it's like, wow, that happened so fast. I'd love to see that back. I, I'm glad that we're able to go see it back because um, there's so many crazy moments. And if you're down in the infield, if you're in your car, there's, there might be something crazy you don't get to see, and now you can. Yeah, I get to watch myself spin out. And hear me talk about it. Yeah, you always got something to say. <laughs> How many times have you been like, shut up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I can't pop, post that video. Make me look bad. No, you know. Well, you know it's in good fun. Oh, right? I know. That, no, that I announcer's know. a dickhead. What a jerk. What a They ass. should get rid of him. Little do they know. But and his Kaz. His Kaz. No one Kaz. Matt Martin. How many circuits? How many are, circuits are we going to start running? Circuits? Yeah, because uh, they don't say Ben's Dodge said circuits, and then there was another guy. Your guy had uh, fifty circuits. Thir- Thunder Listen, Rose says as, circuits. We're going on hundred circuits. As a PA person, it's good to have synonyms, so you're not saying. Okay, Would you say he's cattywampus? I, that's my favorite word. I love it when a car is cattywampus, man. Because uh, they were making fun of it on uh, one of the podcasts. I think it was the door bumper. They were saying he's used cattywampus of all <laughs> words because uh, the modified. Yeah, it was door bumpers clear because the announcer for the. Modified getting destroyed at Bowman. They was like, uh, yeah, the rear end's cattywampus. And they're like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what does that mean, Casey? <laughs> well, have you been to Millbridge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like her. Oh my God, she's uh, annoying. We need a Casey. You going to be no. our Casey? No. We don't need a Casey. <laughs> He's got the computer. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. We don't need a Casey. Oh man. Um, Rick, is there anything else you want to? Tell the people about yourself. This is the skinny. Good job. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good job. Good yeah. job. Yeah. You had to get no, that out um, there, right? Oh. Why my number is 66. Oh, yes, yes. My so old, why 66? My oldest son was born on June 6th. June 6th. So 66. Yes. Okay, June's. I was like, okay, so why 66? June, yep. obviously, yep. June 6th. Yep. God, Ryan, I thought you were the number guy. Listen, man, only when we're an eighth of the way through the race. It's because you're drinking that White Claw. Yeah, one, calm down. <laughs> um, it, it's hot, and it was more refreshing than a bush light. So. That's your opinion? It's, yeah. Speaking of, we got some NASCAR stuff to talk about. We do, and uh, it was so great, I'm pushing it to the third segment this week. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's funny, Rick, uh, kind of close off on, on the number thing. My favorite number is 29, so therefore, if I ever had a car, owned a car, it would be number 29, because I was born on the 29th. So right on. It's hey, funny mine's how... Mine's the birthday, too. Mine's my year. Because you were born in 80, yeah. yeah. It's, huh. it's funny how that ends up being the case with a lot of people. I wonder how many cars are like that. Uh, a lot, I'm sure. You know what uh, Metz is? You know what his was for, right? No. You don't know what Steven Metz is no, for? No, why is it 37? Because he can count Dale. to 37 on his little hands. Dale with seven championships. Okay. And he number, was number three. 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 Oh, seven. okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And that's he's why got he's got the Wrangler tattoo and all. Does he really? Yeah. So he's a big Dale fan. Now you got to ask yeah. him. Well, we don't like, ever need to get Steven on the show. We know everything about him now. Yeah. Yep. His Perfect. little baby hands. Baby hands. Yep. No, he he's, wouldn't be able to hold the microphone. So. <laughs> nope. He used the stand. <laughs> he need, he, need he would headset. need a booster seat for the, uh, for the uh, chair. Love you, Steven. 
man. Missed him on Saturday. Yeah. Raced with Steven quite a bit. I think he was, uh, was watching Barbie. Well, I think let, they went on a whole he's got Barbie. Kids, he's got man. all females. He's got, got yeah, the, he's got a house I saw full that of video where they're all coming out of the car and think, he gets out and he's like, oh my God. Yeah. Man, you poor, poor soul. He, he is it. outnumbered. He has to do it. <laughs> that right. Like, uh, <laughs> nice segue. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good knowing Rick and, uh, He's good to have in a pit. Like, they posted that one thing. Uh, if you haven't had this guy, like the guy, big burly guy, smoking a cigar, and Dustin posts, if you ain't had one of these guys, you ain't winning. It was picture of Rick hanging out doing some stuff. So uh-huh. Seems Rick's like that guy. Anything he touches eventually wins. Or Rick. Thank you, Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> but we're safe. Yeah. Well, yeah. at least it's, you know, yeah. at least straight down the middle. The law of averages, after all. Yeah. So, no, it's good numb. It's good people. Good circle of groups out there at the track. Good podcaster too. Before we, uh, before we exit this segment, what 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 was some of the feedback you got? I mean, a lot of people listened. So yeah, actually, I didn't even know the guys aren't even friends on Facebook or anything at work. They're like, "Hey man, we listen to the podcast." I'm like, "What? Like, what are you talking about? I, what? How'd you know about? Yeah, that? how'd you even know? Oh no, oh no, we thought you started racing early too. I'm like, oh Jesus. That was the thing that blew my mind. So because I, no I obviously I haven't been around forever. People think I'm still. It's in my seventh year, and people still think I'm brand new, but I don't know everything. So that, that that definitely did surprise me. Um, I love the number thing. That's numbers have always been, uh, which, which is why I'm surprised I didn't think of it the first time. And as we're walking out the door, we were saying how we didn't talk about it. Um, it's always been something that fascinates me. Right. You know, Skinny pointed it out a couple weeks ago. You really like numbers? I'm like, I hate numbers, but I really do like them at the same time. So. And I see 66 all the time. That's your autistic. I mean, I could be riding do down the road and I'm following the evac, and it's 66. Number six zero six six. How do you feel about Chase Simons having your number? I'm okay with it. I grew up rooting for his dad. Yeah. And the mini stocks. Um, way back, I remember the Pinto. Well, I, in other words, yes, the mini stocks. Mini, yeah. Which, them, yeah. Mini mods, whatever they are now, but mm. yes, Jerry, nothing. What they Tommy were. Simons. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and I dig the 66. It's badass. So, and then, ironic, years later, I have a son on that yeah. date. Ironic. A car that was so dominant is black and red now, and it's a 66. So, it's a Simons. It's numbers, everything. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. That's good. Because I know yeah. some people are like, oh, they got Everybody the can be 66s. I'm not changing I, I like my that. number. That's there's one reasons. Of my favorite things about New Smyrna. We're not picky on the numbers. If you want to be 66 and there's two of them, I'll be G S. I don't care. Yeah. It's sixty six. I'm not. Yep. Well, you not. get your number. He gets his. We we can share. We'd at least share numbers. Don't matter. And uh, don't well, do it during speed weeks. So I remember they got all whatever, upset. Dude. CRA. Whatever. He's like, you need to put a letter after your number. I can't have this many zeros. It's electronic. Just get over it. It's whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, before we go to the last segment, talk about the. NASCAR race, the Glen, and why should you listen to it? Because I'll tell you now, we might have a new low score. Um, it's crazy to me how much Chase looks like Jerry. When he gets out of the car, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's a little Jerry. Yeah, definitely. Huh? They got that car hooked up. So it's fun racing out there with the Bomber Bees, and eventually we'll get Rick back out there. He should be back there for the 23rd. Yeah, and we got uh, Chuck will Rush be. will be yep. back out soon. and We'll get some people back. We'll be in double digits the rest of the year, I think. As long as you guys play nice. Yeah, I got to quit spinning out. Would you please? I'm trying. can only be so nice to you. Yeah. 
Um, well, Rick, appreciate you telling more of your story, and you're welcome anytime. Yes, sir. So, thank you, thank part you. three, four, five, sixty-six. I don't. If we get that far, we get that far. <laughs> you're gonna know a lot what about me. What episode is this? Uh, one eleven, I believe. One eleven. Yeah, Patrick. One one. Yeah. Your house number? Oh yeah. See, I grew up Donnie Williams. Ah, one one. Yep. Yep. Um, Patrick took over. Exactly him, so. that yep. same car. Yep. Uh, white. One one. I remember one. one of the first sports and races I watched at New Smyrna. Uh, a whole bunch of them wrecked, and I'm like, the one eleven's gonna win. And sure enough, he he did. Number thing. Yep, it's a number thing. Yep. See, you like numbers, autisticness. Thanks, Kenny. I'm here for that. Good job. All right. Well, on, on that uh, on that note, the show's canceled, <laughs> and um, I'm going to bed. One one one. So, all right, we'll be back for the third segment. We do got to talk about the uh, NASCAR race, and uh, again, you'll want to stay tuned. In New York. In New York. Only in New York, though. <laughs> to take a quick moment here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including American Auto Tires in Service, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. You can give them a call at 386-428-1941. Of course, that is EJ's company. And if you need anything done, tires, service, you name it, they have you covered. So make sure you stop into American Auto. Or, of course, you can always get with EJ if you're at New Smyrna. Uh, he, you can find him pretty easily in the tire room or driving the pace car. They have all kinds of great deals. Um, look, I'm in the market for some tires. I'm going to be stopping in there in the next couple of months and getting my tires down there because I wouldn't trust anybody else because I know EJ is going to take care of us. They offer everything from free visual AC checks, tires, maintenance, repairs, any kind of service you need. They even have wheels. So American Auto Tires and Service, your one-stop shop in the New Smyrna area for anything that you need done. So make sure you check them out again. 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach, 386-428-1941. Stop in and see your friends at American Auto. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board as a sponsor. Uh, of course, that is the two Manellos. So let's just say you get into a little bit of a fender bender and you don't want to go through your insurance because you know they're probably going to hike up your rates and you're going to pay for a deductible and you're still going to have to pay for all this stuff. Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body because they will go ahead and handle that for you. If you got a scuffed up fender, if you got some dents in a bumper, if you got a door that needs replaced, DeBerry Paint and Body will take care of all of that. Um, they are open until about 6 o'clock each day, and you can get in touch with them by giving them a call at 386-320-0267, and they're located at 400 Chairman Court, Suite 200 in DeBerry, Florida, 32713. And again, their hours are typically 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the weekdays and 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays because, you know, they got to get out to the racetrack and whatnot. So uh, if you need any body work done, paint, body, whatever you need, Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body. We also thank our good buddy, Mr. Andy Morrison with Never Give Up. Andy's always at the New Smyrna Speedway supporting our racers and even supporting the little ones over at the little New Smyrna Speedway for the quarter midget racing. You can typically find Andy Friday and Saturday at the New Smyrna Speedway. He has some great items for sale, and sometimes he gives those items away. He's got all kinds of great things for his, um, for his company, Never Give Up. He's got plaques, he's got hats, he's got stickers. I know a lot of the Bomber guys run the Never Give Up sticker on their car. And, and really, I think everybody could could use that message these days. Never give up, keep doing you, and keep supporting what you love, just like Andy does. And we appreciate his support here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. 
We also thank Hank Baker for coming on board as a supporter here with the show. Um, he'll be on for the next uh, next handful of episodes, and we really appreciate him. A really great guy. Uh, we miss him in the pit area this year, but uh, if you see Hank, talk with him. He's, he's got some uh, some great racing knowledge, and it's always a pleasure to be around. We also thank Bromley Motorsports for coming on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, you can primarily find the Bromleys running at New Smyrna Speedway. They have a couple of Bomber Bs, the six machines out there for Bromley Motorsports, and they have some pro trucks that they run occasionally as well. Sometimes you can find them out at the dirt tracks having a little bit of fun as well. But we appreciate Bromley Motorsports for coming on board to support the show. So make sure you check them out next time you're at the New Smyrna Speedway. We also thank Jeff White Racing for coming back on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, Jeff White Racing can be found bouncing between the Auburndale Speedway and the New Smyrna Speedway. Jeffrey White, driver of the 41 EMOD slash AMOD, has been one of the dominant forces. So if you're looking to get on board with a good racing team, make sure you check out Jeff White Racing and check them out at the Bull Ring at Auburndale and the big track over at the New Smyrna Speedway. We thank them for coming back on board and supporting the show. We appreciate everybody's support. And again, if you'd like to come on board as an anchor sponsor, um, you can do that. If you'd like to just be a supporter, like our friends Hank and, and Ken, Doug, Fast Cracker Racing, Andy, you name it, uh, you can do that too. We charge just $5 an episode. The amount of episodes is up to you. You can do a year. You can do 10 episodes. You can do one. It all helps, and we appreciate it greatly. Thank you guys for your support, and we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third segment. Um, since we had Rick uh, with the second part of his interview, that was a much better second segment than we had originally planned with what happened with NASCAR. So we pushed it to the third segment and uh, quickly go over it. Uh, we're just kind of debriefing here. You guys missed out. You, you guys didn't watch the whole race. I'm so sorry. So sorry you guys you missed it. I didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah no. you didn't. That was... That was me being facetious. For okay. <laughs> like, what? I like that. Oh. You just told me you didn't miss anything. What do you mean? But no, like literally one of the most boring races. I mean, look, you, you can't always have a banger every single lap of every single race. And sometimes the race just kind of happens. And excuse me, this was this race was done in under two hours. It was the shortest race since like 1950. So is to me, that's not good. I, I like the races to be a little bit longer and have a little bit more twists and turns, even though we were on a road course. Are there you looking at the results there? Yeah, there wasn't enough twists and turns there. No, I they mean... They only got nine. Yeah, the corners aren't there. Ain't, ain't enough corners. It just... You it's because it, it's in New York. You, are you not a New York man? I'm not. I don't not like upstate that. New York. I, I love upstate. Nah. The city, ugh. Uh, New York, this is... I don't know. They don't have the best pizza. Where's the best pizza? I don't know. Probably New Jersey. <laughs> Which might as well be New York if you're playing football. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, it did seem like it was a lackluster race. Um, what's up with uh, your boy uh, Chase Elliott? He can't my figure boy. out that he has yeah, enough gas. So here's what I think happened with that. So the big <laughs> moment of the race was when Chase ran out of gas. That was the only caution. Mm. Literally, if he don't run out of gas, the race is probably going to go caution-free. Um, I think what happened is... They, they said they had bad information. So they were kind of like, all right, when you get to your reserve, reserve fuel switch, you can go three laps. I think what they meant was three miles because the, the track is about just under two and a half miles. 
So I think they got three miles in three laps confused. So they said, hey, when you get to reserve, because they were trying to run long, get a caution so they could jump the field. That's the idea. And it didn't pan out because they were the caution. And then they went a lap down. But um, as a driver, wouldn't you go, uh, as, this don't as work a out. driver, when it comes to strategy, you typically trust the crew chief because they're don't. the ones that study that kind of thing. You study your SMT data and your breaking points. They should have, um, had, there's like 320 people in the war room. Yeah. And they had bad information. So they terrible. either really, really mess up the calculation or three, three laps got misconstrued with three miles. And I don't know that. That's just my speculation, which would make sense because if you think you can go three miles and you run out half lap short, well, that makes sense. Does this uh, put, the do you think Chase is out of the playoffs? I mean, he's got to win. 100% has to win at Daytona. Daytona ain't going to have a, a star win the race. Do you think then, <clears throat> do you think we're going to get a new winner? I believe we're going to have somebody that probably never won. Going to win Daytona because I'm there. Bubba? No. If Bubba wins, I will. Will Will you take this Bubba statue figurine bobblehead thing and put it on your car where people can see it? If that happens, I guess so. Okay. All right. I'll shake on it. Go Bubba. That'll be great. Let's shake on it now. Witnessed. (laughs) I'll have Peyton do it so Peyton knows where her figurine is because that's hers. I'm going to be cursing Bubba. So, um, again, the race just – there was some action early. Daniel Suarez spun out. It's kind of like Indy when the one car hit the tires on, like, lap two, and that was it. Daniel Suarez spun out. There was a couple of spins here and there. They just didn't draw cautions. Um, the strategy was pretty ho-hum. Chase tried to make something happen, ran out of gas. Um, then there really wasn't much of a mix-up. Michael McDowell led for a while, won the first stage. And then blew a motor <clears throat> or something. Yeah, first he drove through too many boxes. So yeah, he got penalized. He, I think that probably where he messed up the motor, probably got all mad out there going back out Made there. Made a mistake somewhere. Yep. Yeah, and then <clears throat> on the next pit stop, the crew is over the wall too soon. So that screws him again. And then the motor went away. So he started off really good. I was like, wow, Michael McDowell is in beast mode here. And then as I say that, he comes to pit and his day fell apart. So he went, he finished last. So that was tough. Oh, he was last? He was last, yeah. Oh, that didn't, he's, he's in. He but- won. He won at Indy, so he's in. But if, that's going to put him probably in the bottom 16, right? Well, he's got seven playoff points, so he'll be, you know, let's see how Daytona plays out, but he'll be probably the thir- 12th or 13th seed, most likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to score points in the top 10. He's not going to score any of the bonus uh, playoff points. Um, if he didn't get the win at Indy, let's say he finishes second at Indy and doesn't get locked in, he's out and Ty Gibbs would be in because Ty Gibbs is 16th in points. So wasn't there uh, all kinds of craziness with Ty Gibbs? Uh, on Saturday, he and Sam Mayer got into it yeah. uh, for the win. Sam Mayer took him out. <laughs> I mean, I, Gibbs kind of got into him on the penultimate restart, and then Mayer paid him back, and I loved it. It was great. Like, the Xfinity race was awesome. Lots of carnage, lots of craziness at the end. Um, whereas the Cup Series, they just, with these new cars, may, I don't know, Rick, you're you're pretty mechanically inclined. Do you think the... The cars with the bigger tires and all the grip, do you think that's what makes these road course races just not as exciting anymore? I really don't know. You don't know? Because you don't. Uh, you, I don't pay attention. You've never studied these cars, no, never looked yeah, in them. I don't know anything about them cars. 
I mean, well, it's a sports car. They're made to do this, right? That's and that that that's a great point. They are built for road courses, so of course they drive better on the road courses. They handle better when you have a car that is stuck to the track like glue and it handles well. That typically doesn't make for the best racing, right? right. Typically, right. That's what I would say. I, I kind of I, I I liken it to a tour modified. Um, they come out to Boring. they come, be careful now. I know. No, they, I they, love them. I love them too. They're awesome vehicles, but they come out on track. They got them big, wide, grippy tires. Fifteen inch tires. Yeah, they got big, huge I got tires. Seven inch. Now they they will tear some stuff up because there's thirty or forty of them, but they don't just typically spin on their own. They usually have some help, right? Um, you know, well, let me get one. I bet y'all spin it out. I bet you would right into the fence. <laughs> Whereas, like, the 602s are on the late model style tires, and they're all over the place. Not anymore. So. These ones are on 15s, too. I mean, the ones for Speed Weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. But, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, though, uh, Skinny. They're basically sports cars. So, when you put them on the... It's funny. They, the sports cars handle well. They run well on road courses, and then they're not good on the short tracks, which used to be some of our best racing in NASCAR. And now you take these cars that aren't built for mile-and-a-half tracks and you run them on mile-and-a-half tracks and they put on a better show because they're not designed for them. We need a Gen 8. We, we need to tweak on this. This car is not a complete abject failure, but it definitely has its weak points, short tracks and road courses. I think the single hub is a failure. I think they found that out. I'm not wild about it. I don't like the way the wheels look. Yeah, um, and the single, like the single hub single is lug. because it's just like... I don't know. Again, it's, we're just waiting for disaster. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't happen Saturday. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. We're up high enough. We'll be all right. All right. Um, I'll take that check, though. I bet you would. Go right into the race car. Yeah, I'll flop. Like, oh. There's not much more damage you can do up top there anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, here, I got to take a jab back at you, calling <laughs> me authentic or whatever you called me earlier. Uh, um, yeah, so William Byron really he dominated the race, led 66 of 90. That's over two thirds of the race there, Kenny. Nothing? No. Nah. Okay. Uh, yeah, William Byron wins his fifth win of the year. He's got 28 playoff points going How into many laps? William Byron. How many laps? Did he lead? 66. Oh, okay. So William Byron is uh, on a roll, but will this transfer over into the next? Man, he's been, I mean, he's got the most wins, but he's been kind of hot and cold. He'll win a race or two, then you don't hear from him for three weeks. Then he wins a race, and, and you don't hear from him. Did he win at any tracks that are going to be in the top 16? Uh, he did win at Phoenix, so that's the, four, that's the championship. But he's got to make it there. So So he's got to get through Darlington and Bristol and Kansas, I think it is, or Las Vegas. I think it's Kansas. Uh, first round's exciting. I love, I love Darlington, Bristol, and Kansas, or Las Vegas, whatever it is. Um, that'll be a good first round. If um, it's on TV, I'll watch it, but lately it's not. I don't know. I know you got it. it up on YouTube, so you're like, it's background noise. Yeah. It's blah, half of the screen's blocked. Yeah. But again, you didn't miss much, man. This race just wasn't that exciting. I mean, glad I watched it because I enjoy watching it. It just wasn't my favorite race. Daytona should be good. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit Daytona here in just a second. Let me go over the top finishers. Uh, William Byron, the winner. Denny Hamlin, second. Christopher Bell was third. Almondinger was fourth. Almondinger and Gibbs, they could have been wild cards to win it. They just, there wasn't enough restarts. There wasn't enough chaos and calamity for them to ever get up there. Uh, Gibbs was fifth. I think that's a career best. Uh, Martin Truex, sixth. Chris Buescher, another good run, seventh. Uh, Tyler Reddick was eighth. 
Ryan Blaney ninth, Joey Logano running out the top 10. Some notables, Todd Gilliland in 11th, Skinny's boy Bubba finished 12th. So Bubba is still the 16th man in the playoffs. He's just hanging on, ain't he? He is. He got him a nice little um, rope hanging on, don't he? Just so you know, going into Daytona, 15 of the 16 playoff spots are locked in. So um, even though they don't have a win, they can't be knocked out. Uh, Keslowski and Harvick are locked in. They've got enough points. Bubba is the last guy in in points. So get him out of there. If Bubba stays ahead of Daniel Suarez, because that's Daniel Suarez and Ty Gibbs Suarez is who he's is racing against. Um, if he wins, Suarez is going to win. If we get a new winner, Ty Gibbs is going to win. Basically, if we get a new winner that's not Bubba, Harvick, or Kozlowski, Bubba's out. So you need to be rooting for that half of the field. All the guys who haven't won this year, other than Kozlowski and Harvick, that's who you're rooting for. So you're rooting for Chase Elliott. You're rooting for uh, Ryan Priest, Austin Sindrick, um, Todd Gilliland, uh, Ty Gibbs, A.J. Allmendinger, those guys. Um, If they win, they're in. Bubba's out. You guys better win. But if, like, uh, if William Byron wins again, Bubba's in. You know, as long as he doesn't crash out on the first stage. Bubba needs to crash. I think Bubba's... I think he's going to crash and he's going to get mad and push somebody. What's going to happen is Bubba's going to be conservative in the first two stages. Suarez and Gibbs are going to score stage points, so it'll be like a 10-point difference in the final stage. Then everybody's going to wreck, and it's going to go to hell and, like... uh, I don't know. What do you Austin think Dillon your prediction is? Is it going to be a wreck fest? I think it's going to be a wreck fest. I think it's going to be... I think there might be one or two small wrecks in like the, the first half. One. I want the big one right And then on. we'll have the big one with about 10 to go. I want the big and one And then it'll right be chaos. The, I want engines flying into the stands no, you and don't. everything. No, you don't. Yes. Backstretch, maybe. No, I want to be, I I wanna wanna be there. I don't even care if it comes close to me. I, will, I just want to be there. I want to experience that. Well, let's... Uh, let me score this sucker... And then we can talk about what's going to be our experience here in a moment. Because, um, of course, I did score the race, as usual. What do you think it got, Kenny? 2.237987641. All right. Very precise. Uh, the racing, I gave it a 2. Excitement, I gave it a 2. The finish, I gave it a 2. <laughs> you see where this is headed, right? 2. Um, lead changes, it had 6, so that scores a 4. Ooh. Enjoyment a two, Ooh. two point four. So uh, you were like right on, uh, right on the, the nose. Yeah, if we round, if we it round up, it up, yeah, you had it right on the nose. That's good omen. So it that just, means Bubba's out. And, and again, he's a two and a three. I love that it scored a two point four in the twenty four one. So there's that numbers thing again. Uh, um, total coincidence, but yeah, twenty four right there. There's yes, there is yes, um, and that makes our overall season total a six point five three. Mm, we're so, dropping down below the devil. Yeah, we're <laughs> that <laughs> man, what a great song title that would be. <laughs> dropping down below the devil. That man. Coming soon. You know what? <laughs> if you ever get a new need a new race team after turning left, dropping down below the devil motorsports. It's a, it's a lot. You'd have to that's a, that's make it an acronym. A, that'd be like a, the whole entire car. <laughs> yeah. Whole, you'd have to move the number to the front like the NASCAR cars and go down the whole door. I should put my Crown number. Are long enough. I should put my number up on the very front, like where the fender goes down in the front, that little spot there. Yeah, put so like before there. the wheel well. Yeah. <laughs> like where the huge. Light. Yeah. Actually stretch it out for the entire uh, I'm telling the you, my next one's going to one, be as ju- Okay. One number, since you're 80, it's symmetrical. Yeah. It goes across the entire car so over the sides over the roof 
onto the other side. So it's one giant decal that goes over the entire car. I'll do, do it. it. Then we can all bitch about it up yeah. in the tower, which doesn't <laughs> matter because you type 80 into the computer and it's 80. I'll put a little sticker on the on the um, windshield so they know. You could be like the uh, the 14 5 car at Thunder Road. Yeah. <laughs> the H2O. I love the H2O. Yeah. The well drilling car. We Makes didn't sense. talk about them either. No, we're not there yet. Oh, okay. We, we won't dwell on it too much because okay. I know we're running long. But, uh, yeah, that was Watkins Glen. Congratulations, William Byron. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, you're out. See you on Saturday. Bubba's in right now, and you'll see him on Saturday probably make it in. And I'm, I'm, I I'm, hope he wins. I am going to. I hope to, he wins. I, if he wins, I'm going to be very nice. I just want the little Bubba figurine on your desk. Uh-huh. Yep. I'll buy you a second one. I can't That's take the one for Peyton. for Bubba just to piss you off. That'd be great. I'll let you know what he, Rick can put it on the car. Damn yeah, right. You're you're a mechanic, so you can get it to stick in there pretty good. I'm sure, you got an adhesive right in his view, right there. Mm-hmm. Little sign. Nobody can Ryan's see out of my one. dash. We, we got to get it uh, like the hula girls. So we got to get it to wiggle around, so Little he just sees heads. Bubba bobbling around mm-hmm. in his. The way peripheral. he spins out, he'll be taking rides. Spins out more than Bubba, so there's that. Nah. Uh, so we will be headed to Daytona. That's going to be. The premise of next week's show, most likely. I'm going um, NASCAR racing. Hopefully, I don't take a nap. We did officially um, get the invite from the Speedway with our champions. So, the new smartest cha- uh, Speedway champions from 2022 will be honored as part of pre-race Did you on talk Saturday. to Justin? Justin. Spears? What do you mean? Did I? Oh, I wonder who these. Holly did. Oh, okay. Holly messaged us all. She sent us all a text. Um, you're not a champion. So... <laughs> You're a champion? No, but I am <laughs> an employee who works very hard, who gets the privilege to be there. You talk to Justin then. So, um, therefore, I'm taking you with me. So, Kenny and I will I'm be going. You're plus one. You're my podcast plus one. Yes. So, yeah, I got to go watch NASCAR. First time ever seeing NASCAR in person. I ain't never seen NASCAR in person. You saw the Xfinity race I with Rick last year, right? I saw Xfinity. That's Xfinity. Was, I haven't seen that was a NASCAR. Great race. I want to see NASCAR. I haven't seen NASCAR yet. This Cup. is the first time. Cup Series. You've seen NASCAR. Winston. I want to see Winston. Rick. Rick. Cup Series. Xfinity is NASCAR, right? Yes. No. Trucks are NASCAR. ARCA is NASCAR. We are really? NASCAR. Thank you, Rick. Oh, God. <laughs> that was great. I, I called NASCAR. NASCAR is Cup. Bush is Xfinity. And Trucks is Trucks. <laughs> Can't fix it. That's what that's what it is. And yeah, so we're we're gonna be there. We're gonna see um, NASCAR. We're gonna hang out in the suite for a little while, have some refreshments. Ooh. They're gonna talk to our drivers. Uh, we're gonna go down and be backstage for the pre-race concert, which I don't even know. I saw who it was. Can't remember. Never heard of him. Waylon Bryan or something. I don't you know, know man. Waylon Engineering. I don't it's know. Probably that guy going try this in a small town. Maybe it'll be the North of Richmond guy. I don't know. Oh, you know it? Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never even heard it. I, I hear about these fad songs, and I refuse to listen to them. Uh, Nico Moon is the pre-race concert. Who? Nico Moon. And then, Oh, uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I am so, I'm wearing my shirt. So at 6 o'clock, our drivers will be introduced as part of pre-race before driver intros. Justin so going to wear his red shirt. We'll, be, um, we'll have access to the fan zone. Uh, we can go down to the infield. We can watch driver intros. I get to be a fan from the from the grass. I get to and touch then, the ground, uh, we'll pick to a go, piece of grass. We'll go to with our seats for, 
for seven. We got pretty good seats um, up in 300 level. So I, I did check out the view on the, the Speedway website, the, the virtual view. It's a good view. Yeah. We got a we got a video screen in front of us too, so we won't miss anything. Nice. Yep. We're gonna have the big one. I'm telling our view of like the end of the back straightaway and through three and four coming to the trioval. Mm, That's good. It's it's great. So um, honestly, one of my favorite races of the year because it is the uh, the bubble bubble the bubble race the, the regular season bubble. finale in bubbles get bubble off the bubble. Kenny's gonna be out there rooting for everybody that can knock Bubba out. I'll be there just. Anybody in NASCAR race. racing out there that's listening to this, I will let you drive my car if you wreck well, Bubba. They don't have charters, so they can't get in. The entry list already set. Sorry, bud. Oh, man. Austin Hill wrecks your car. Here's this podcast. and like, all right, Skinny, I'm driving your bomber B in a couple weeks. <laughs> hey, we got Austin Hill from NASCAR. How come he's front page news? <laughs> don't that's do what that. would happen. So. <laughs> don't do that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Rick's uh, over here keeled over. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited to see some NASCAR. No, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited. Um, last year's race was really good, even though it happened like a day later because of the rain. Weather looks good. Uh, don't want to jinx anything, but we yeah, should, we should you be, done ruined it now. should be racing on Saturday. So are racing year, Saturday. Yeah. It's Saturday afternoon, Kenny. We're racing Saturday? We're not. Cup it, Series is it, racing um, Auburndale's racing Saturday. Yeah, they got these SRL Sportsman I Series. I was like, man. If that was the next week, I could see yeah, it. Yeah, why, why you guys got a book on competing with NASCAR? They're I doing mean, their thing, man. It's all good. <sighs> we could use a couple weeks off. Yeah, we do need some time off. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that'll be what we cover mostly on the podcast next week. Um, NASCAR. Next week, we will have Around the State because we will want to talk about what's uh, happening and i promise with the srl sportsman back in action i'm going to sit down and actually take a look at florida power rankings and make some big time adjustments tom going there uh to no he's not um he was actually he was going to be filming for another company and now he's not so okay um let's see speaking of nascar i do have any, any final thoughts from you, you guys on the NASCAR Cup race on Daytona, any of that? Bubba, you're out. Okay. Well, let's see if he's out of the power ranking, shall we? We should. He should be. He was on 15 last time. Yeah, I moved him up. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> How are you going to move Bubba up? Because he, he, well he did well at a road course. He did well at a road course. Ty Gibbs has moved into 15th, and I dropped Michael McDowell out. Michael McDowell, yeah, he did have a... he finished last. Yeah, he should have. Couldn't back up the win. He's out. Mm-mm. Uh, Ross Chastain moves from 15th to 14th. Kevin Harvick down three spots to 13th. Your boy Bubba's up to 12th, bud. <sighs> up two spots. I he impressed even, me at the road course. Why are you even going to? You're going to be rooting for him, aren't you? Yes, I am, especially because you're going to be there. So I cannot you're wait. You're wearing a Bubba shirt, aren't you? No, I don't have one. I'm going to wear my Chastain shirt. Uh, let's see. Christopher Bell up one spot to 11th. Tyler Reddick up one spot to 10th. Joey Logano down a spot to ninth. Ryan Blaney up one to eighth. I like Ryan Blaney for Daytona. So he's moved up a spot. Brad Kozlowski remains in seventh. Kyle Busch drops one spot to sixth. Kyle Larson, because of his dumbass move on the last lap when he got into Austin Dillon, he moves down three spots to fifth. Chris Busher still fourth. William Byron up three spots to third. Danny Hamlin up one spot to second. And Truex still holding strong at number one. Any objections other than Bubba? I don't want to hear it. I'm fine with that, I guess. Makes sense, right? And like I said, uh, next week I'll have updates for both. So 
Um, just a couple more things to tie up here before we get out of here. Um, Kenny, you actually stayed awake to watch Thunder Road this week. Yes, on I did. Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the cup th- race was done and over. And, and Thursday. We watched the Thursday one, too. Um, what was the thir- Thursday one was? That was a road warrior? No. no the, thir- oh, that was uh, the double double purse night. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday the 17th. Yes. Let's see who won. Uh, Cody Blake won the late model race with 22 cars there. That was the one where the 60 got run over on the the pace, on the caution line. Yes. Yep. Uh, Brandon Gray won the Tigers. Uh, Casey Collins won the street stocks. And Skinny's like, that's a big dude. <laughs> yeah, he is. Nate, Nate Ryan won the Road Warrior race. Good car counts all the way through. And then we go to... Oh, hell, come back. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. Oh, no, you're thumping out. Yeah, I blew it. Results. Oh, no, I hit back and the page, like, refreshed. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday, they had the Tiger makeup race, the 100 laps for the Tigers. Freaking awesome race that was. Yeah, it was good. Came down to the wire, and that, that Camaro is fast. Yeah. Brandon Gray and Kyle Streeter were, like, side by side for 20, 30 laps there at the end. And the announcer sounded like he was falling asleep. Like, that was exciting stuff. And he's like, oh, it's Brandon Gray. Got the win. It's like, I would have been going nuts. How often do we get side-by-side for that many laps? <laughs> not not very often. Yeah, no. But, uh, no, it was good. Uh, Thunder Road seems to have their shit together. <laughs> yes, they do. So I'm looking at the... What is that? Oh, wow. That is the Tiger Race. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I'm looking at the results here. Brandon Gray won it. Kyle Streeter second. Logan Powers third. Logan won the Triple Crown Championship. Is Brandon Gray the one that won the Enduro? He was the one that was leading and then Uh, had the car die out before the the metric one that Rick was all happy about. Um, So I'm looking at the results for the Tigers here. And I scrolled down. 23 cars started. Matt Ballard did not start. Cooper French did not start. Travis Patno did not start. And then Rich Lowry, who finished apparently third, was DQ'd for tread with infraction. Huh. Cheater. So he's the cheater. Not the only DQ, though, in the late models. It looked like uh, Cooper Bouchard had the race just in hand. He was like half a track ahead, and they were side by side from there on back. Scott Dragon appeared to finish second. Then Cooper Bouchard was disqualified. It says for tread with infraction, but it was for being too wide. Uh, but he was also in that wreck, in that heat race wreck. So I don't know if something punched out the nose and flared out the fenders too much, but he was DQ'd for being too wide, which is a common occurrence in ACT racing since I was a kid. I remember cars getting DQ'd for being too wide. Hmm. So uh, Cooper Bouchard did not get the win. Scott Dragon won that one. Justin Prescott second, and Cody Blake ended up third. The championship battle for the late models, I think they have like six cars within 18 points now. Hmm. So that's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Going forward. How many more races they got? Uh, four or five. Okay. Their season ends in October. So, so about the, at the beginning of October. Oh, okay. Uh, Jamie Davis won the street stock race over Juan Paco Marshall and Jesse LeCare. They started 28 cars there. And Cason Murphy got his first Road Warrior win out of 18. So, Where again, Wiener at? not there again. So I don't know. I don't know if Wiener's, I don't know if he died. He's in the what? mountains. Yeah. He's, he drowned. He's caveman. He's <laughs> hillbillying it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with all due respect, um, you know, man, they got that whole show was over in three hours, started at seven, done by 10. 
12 heat races in 42 minutes. Yep. A 100 lap feature. Uh, a couple of couple of pilot. They even had a couple of pileups they had to clean up, and yeah. they just I, that was your comment to me was, "Wow, that's how you clean up a." a pile. <laughs> they had like thirty two people that's, out there. Working. Yeah, <laughs> they had like twelve people out there dumping kitty litter everywhere. We were watching that. And yeah, he, he did say he's like, "Look how many people are working." Well, that those exactly when the three and the eight and the seventy eight <laughs> piled up. They, I mean, they piled up good, and there was stuff everywhere, and. It took them, you know, they had to get them hooked up, dragged off the track. That takes time, but, man, but they were efficient with it. Mm. I I like Thunder Road. The I other do, race, The other race I've been watching, they had a bunch on this weekend with Stafford. And yeah, Stafford they, was all right. They beat each other up there. That was a little rough. Yeah, they, That's not typical, yeah, but that was a little rough. Yeah, they were beating each other to death in that race. So. But that that modified flying through the air was yeah, something was else. Um, who was that? Marcello Refrano. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those guys race with us. Yes, they do. Yeah, during World Series, they certainly do. Yeah, I, it's such a good group of modified guys that come down. We're very lucky to have that. Mm-hmm. Say, so, you know, the the races this year, I mean, it's still a great spectacle. They just the the top two were in their own world. That's that's really what it was. Need to make them start in the back, <laughs> right? Um. Oh. Maybe you can answer this question. When uh, when we have a, a special race, like a 50-lapper for the weekly divisions, they don't have to start in the back, right? They should. When they qualify, they don't start in the back. They should have an invert. Well, they have the invert, but the, the most recent winner doesn't start in the back, right? It's off topic. I'm just I'm it should. filling the time. The next race, you should start in the back unless it's a special event. Right, that's does what I'm saying. Count, right. Does it count for points? So counts for points during your season, so it should start in the back. I, I agree, but I don't think that's how we're doing it. But No, it wasn't done that way. Yeah. So, like, the Sportsman 50 that's coming up, those guys qualify. Nobody has to go to the back for that one, right? No, they qualify. Yeah, so okay. Why, what's the sense of qualifying if right, right. present winner? Exactly. Yeah, I'm just making sure I'm on the same page. You never know. I don't know. Tyler Schofield asked me, so okay. I think he's coming to the 50. Cool. Um, that's good. Anyway, uh, Watkins Glen Fantasy Standings for the Racing with Ryan Podcast Fantasy League. I can't wait to get to our playoff challenge so you can actually be in on this stuff. Uh, Big Tempin, that is uh, Timmy Walters. He was the winner this week with 235. I got nothing this week. I know my my team failed me again because I used the metric. Richie Petty Jr. second. John Gross, damn him, he was third. Eight ball race in fourth. Freaking Pit Penguin was fifth. Steve Darling, sixth. Tie for seventh between Bob's Fords and King Penguin. Staffordshire Motorsports, ninth. Cushy Penguin, tenth. I was 11th. I had 98 points. Big Tempin had 235. So I'm hurting. Kyle Larson killed me. Michael McDowell killed me. Um, Suarez killed me. God. Elliot, Chase Elliot killed me. God Ooh, that's damn. what you should get for picking Elliot. I know, Kenny. He's the surfing. He's should have the... picked Bubba. Oh. God, I've dropped to 7th in the league standings. John Gross is our overall leader with 4,763. Bob's Fords with 4,568. Steve Darling, 4,478. Big Tempin, one, one point behind Steve for third, 4,477. Staffordshire Motorsports with 4,442. Richie Petty Jr., 4,437. RKS Racing, that's me. I've dropped to seventh. I'm just barely beating Steven, who is on a different end of the country, hardly paying attention anymore, but still playing and almost beating me. Uh, Ripley, eight ball racing's ninth, King Penguin tenth. Damn it! Damn it! So good job. I am going to 
give you my fantasy suggestions for this week. Are you at sure Daytona. you want to pick any of these? I, see, no, listen. I am going to give the listeners how I normally pick because I've been keeping track. A numbers thing here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to ask the computer, where can I get a golden ticket? Or however that went. <laughs> the computer says. Now I'm going to ask him very nicely. <laughs> <laughs> the computer still says unlikely. So I have the uh, statistics. Makes me want to go watch that. <laughs> it's such a great movie. Yes, it is. The original, not yeah. the Johnny Depp bullshit. It was good, but no, I, I like it. was weird. It was weird, but I like the original. The original one, like. The book is really good. The book is, the book is insane. Mm. When they go off and he gets the Oompa Loompas and saves them from the little, whatever, right? the tigers or right? something. Yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> um, some good stuff in yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Had a couple, he had some good White Claws back then. <laughs> Um, you don't drink them bitch drinks. Shut up. I'm making a joke. Um, so <laughs> I have you compiled... You are a joke with them bitch drinks. Whatever. It's hot, and these are refreshing. They're hot. <laughs> you don't see Bud Light in here, do you? Bud Light. <laughs> Anywho, I've compiled the statistics from the Daytona 500, the first and second Atlanta race, and Talladega, the four drafting tracks that we've had. And I'm going to give you our... Fantasy five from the top five scorers. That's a lot of fives right there. In the races so far for this style of track. Five, up, five, five. Now, honestly, pick five ass random drivers and hope for the best is what you're going to do here. But the five best statistically so far that you want to have in your lineup or at least consider are as follows. As I check with the computer, <laughs> Ryan Blaney, who has scored a, and I did this uh, golf style, so... A season-low 26 points puts him at number one. Brad Kozlowski with 35 points, number two. And again, like, if you won, you got a, you scored a one. If you mm. finished 13th, you scored 13 points, and I've compiled all four. So, uh, Ryan Blaney, Brad Kozlowski, Kyle freaking Bush, third. Oh, there he is. Uh, with 35 points. He's tied He's with due. Kozlowski. I hope he hits the wall so hard. Uh, Christopher Bell is fourth with 37 points. And fifth, get this. Your boy, Ricky Stenhouse. That's your with, boy. Hell no, it ain't. You used to have to always hear about his butt. <laughs> now I just now I don't see him. He's falling off the face of the yes. earth again. In one Daytona is falling off the face of the earth, but he's fifth, so you got to consider him. Uh, those are the top five statistically so far this year in the drafting tracks. Um, I noticed Bubba wasn't up on there. That's a good thing. Yeah, after that, you have Daniel Suarez, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, A.J. Allmendinger, and Chris Buescher, the top 10. You don't even give Bubba a chance. Bubba is, are you ready for this? 23rd. 30th on the list. Oh, there you go. 30th. And he's got he's to hang on here at Daytona. So this is looking good for you, Skinny. Yeah. He is 30th. He has scored. And again, you want low scores here. Um, just barely one point better than Noah Gregson at this point. Noah <laughs> Gregson ain't even a right, NASCAR. He, he, he has raced the four drafting style. Draft he's not even in NASCARs. Uh, who would you say is a wild card driver for this weekend? Uh, Rick, I'll have you think of one, too. Um, um, who's your wild card? I'm going to go uh, the Burton. What's his name? Harrison. Howard, Harrison Burton. Ha- Howardson. You're going to say Howardson. <laughs> Howardson. Howardson Burton. All right, <laughs> It'd probably so. be how Ward would say his name. <laughs> oh, Howard Burton. Come on over here. Eat some of this Thanksgiving turkey. I deep fried. I shot it in the goddamn oh, yeah, head yeah, yesterday after I shot my damn booty through his window like <laughs> I did to Dale Earnhardt Jr. back 
at Bristol in 2002 back when I was competitive. <laughs> That's good. It's not bad, right? It's not bad. <laughs> oh, man. We See, just... this is why you have to listen to the last segment of the show because... Somebody, that, my last number on the last show. I know, show, they texted you. Yeah, you Mike Smith. Yeah. Uh-huh. You <laughs> told, owe Mike. I was like, Mike, it's fine, man. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to give another number. So what is this one going to be? We're going to go with a 2-3 just for Bubba. <laughs> two, two, no, that's what they need to text you. Two, three, just for Bubba. Yes. So there you go. That's the keywords. And text I'll give it to you Skinny. A, I'll give you a sticker. Turn he, he's going to need sticker. to start going to pick up his payout at the end of the night to pay yeah. all these people. Rick, I'll who's give, your wild card for Daytona? I mean, just give us a driver. It's Daytona. He was at the top of your list. Uh, who was it? Ryan. Ryan Blaney. 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 So give me somebody else. It's not at the top of the list. Uh, who comes to your mind when you think Daytona? Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. I was just, <laughs> Richard Patty. We'll go, we'll go Bobby. We'll go Bobby Allison. Ricky we'll Bobby. Donnie Allen. Donnie Allison. Christopher Bell. Okay. Um, and then my wild card will be the guy who won last year, Austin Dillon. I feel like oh, Austin AD. Dillon is going to weasel his way. Oh, AD. Kyle Bush will push him up there, and then Kyle will wreck on the last lap. Finish Kyle Bush is going to wreck Bubba on lap <laughs> 14. Oh, that'll make me mad. So last week on the hot mic, I took my frustration out on Kyle Busch because I picked him to win Indy, finished 33rd. So this week I picked another guy I don't like, Kyle Larson, and he finished like 29th. So I'm going to, if if you want a reason to tune into the hot You just mic, don't like Kyle's and uh, Monster Energy. Correct. <laughs> Monster Energy tastes like grapes. and Monster Energy gives me a headache and uh, rock, uh Red Bull gives me a headache. That C4 stuff. That's nasty. That is terrible. That is nasty. And it gives me the worst anxiety. I about have panic <laughs> attacks. I could not do it. I drank half of it. And then Rock Stars are my favorite. Those I, I do like Rock Stars. They're, they're hard delicious. to find now, though. Yeah, you can't find them. I don't even know. I, I miss Bang. What happened to Bang? That oh, used to be man. everywhere. You remember the uh, they had the one, the cocaine? It was a red cocaine. can, and they they banned it and everything because it was four like, loco. Oh, you remember when four loco was real? Four loco, you black out after. Yeah, two. I remember back in college, uh, went out with a friend, a couple of my nerdy friends, and we went out to the beach to look at bioluminescence, which was pretty cool because you move your hand through the sand and yeah, glows and it, shit. It's here. Yeah, yeah. That's so why I saw some pictures well, the other the river day. Is badass. <clears throat> so we went and and did that we were drinking because we were still in college we, we might have been a little nerdy but we were in college so we were drinking of course and my buddy had four locos and he's sitting there and he drank three of those frickers on the beach oh. we're driving we were there the whole night so we got when we got home it was daytime and he was just dating this girl at the time who's now his wife so i'm glad he was able to make it over this hurdle but they park it at her house i'm getting out i'm getting ready to go to my car show up back at home and tell my mom i haven't been out drinking all night because i was still living at home and uh, he gets out of the car, opens the door. I'm like, well, and he goes, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that in front of my, my girlfriend's house. I'm like, don't worry about it. So I went and told her. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, talking. four locos, they were bad news. Oh. That's why they limited the amount in them. Yes, now they changed not, the formula. Yeah, now they're they neutered. Yeah. Everything's neutered now. Yeah, because society can't handle stuff anymore, especially nowadays. Oh people are People are a lot weaker nowadays. I see people falling off stuff and hitting their head and dying back in the day you, you fall and you hit your head and you get up and rub rub some dirt in in it and get back on the bike Dude, that's and that's peyton man she was she's running around she falls down scrapes her knees she's like oh, boo-boo yeah well keeps going if you acknowledge it usually that's when they go, yeah yeah if i'm like oh no are you okay she's like 
Yeah. From like, oh, what? She's like, oh. Yeah. Just gotta be like, get up. Tough love. Yeah, it is tough love. Well, tough luck. I think we're at the end of the show. Yeah, we will uh, be back at it next week. Next week, talking about some Daytona and some Bubba in the wall. Well, Kenny, I appreciate you coming in as always. Yeah, this was a good long one today. It was fun, man. It's always I love just hit record and see where we go. Rick, thank you for. You're welcome. Coming in again. Part two. Telling us some more. Yeah, uh, make down. Tony jealous again. Old Tony Bromley, if you listen Come on, to this. Tony Bromley. Come on. We've been calling you out. We've been missing Proud you sponsor. out there. Well, you're you always Danny boy. Come on. You're always welcome, and you don't always have to feel like you have to be interviewed. So if yeah. you ever just want to come hang, you're always more than welcome. You want to tag along with Skinny. Uh, if you ever have any more things you want to get out there, by all means, um, the mic we'll is come yours. come up with another part. There you go. Part part three, question mark. Three. Uh, or just come hang out. It's all, you know, like I said, you're always welcome. Appreciate it. Of course, this is fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's fun. See you uh, at the racetracks. See you on Saturday for Daytona. Saturday, And who yeah. knows, maybe we'll end up at Auburndale in two weeks. Auburndale. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see what happens. Yep. All righty. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody.